All right, welcome back to Ready Player You. This week we have ourselves yet again. <laughs> I'm Mike. And I'm Matt. And uh, we're Are you gonna... sure it's not the other way around? I don't I'm, know. I'm, we did get sauced up one time I'm and, Mike and, and go backwards. Matt? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we It's the same letter in the beginning, so it's... We fuck around and find out, you know. But yeah. we're gonna we're gonna crack these beers off here and kick into this episode. Yeah. You know what? And I, oh man, I look forward to this uh, all day. Mm-hmm. I look forward to this all week. Oh, that too, because of course my ass is. I've been pretty much been writing out the uh, you know the episodes and stuff because you know you're busy. No, you're single father. You know, and you work and. Uh, yeah, and, I got, and then the last thing I want to do is think about your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, um, and then of course I'm a procrastinator, and I Same mean here. I, I write, I write. Oh, I had the the title out, but other than that, I didn't have anything written out. Well, like the words of Wimpy from Popeye, I'll gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and um, yeah. So this week's episode. It's originals versus covers. Yeah. So, I mean, there's tons of covers out there of original songs. And, I don't know, one of one that I really like, and now I was just telling Mike a little bit ago, that it's, um, you know, we both had to work our asses off this week. Yeah. And so, um, the song that's, you know, that stuck out in my mind is 16 Tons. By Tennessee Ernie Ford. When's the first time you heard this song? Oh, shit. I was, I don't know, probably seven. Um, I know my dad uh, uh, would listen to it or come on the radio or something. And uh, my brother, he really likes the song. Um, he she does it karaoke when we go to my uncle's yeah. and uh, hang out. <laughs> Um, that's he, he karaoke's this song. Yeah, yeah, he does. That's a trip. The first time I heard this song was on The Simpsons. <laughs> they had to clean the house. Oh, and, yeah. and Marge is like, "Put on some music. It'll help the workday go faster." And Bart turns on the radio and is like, "16 tons." Yeah, what are you getting? I'm like, "Fuck." Okay, that so really we, makes we you want to work. Hear you're singing. We want to hear <laughs> Tennessee Ernie Ford. Yeah. Here we go. Some people say a man is made out of mud A poor man's made out of muscle and blood Muscle and blood and skin and bones A mind that's weak and a back that's strong You load 16 tons, what do you get? Another day older and deeper in depth Amen, brother. Peter, don't you call me cause I can't go I owe my soul to the company store mm. So, <clears throat> and this was also covered, and um, the band is called the Wellerman. The Wellerman, huh? And they are—they're kind of like the same genre as Alestorm. They're kind of like, but uh, no piratey type uh, sound. I could see that with that. Was that a flute or a clarinet or something he yeah, had in the beginning? Yeah, I could see them. I could see them putting a spin on that. Yeah. So I mean, this one is um, uh, different than it comes on my pandora so well, let's see what they got to offer here yeah. you gonna start us off for this one 
Some people say a man is made out of mud. A poor man's Whoa. made out of muscle and blood. Muscle and blood and skin and bones. A man that's weak in the back that's strong. You lose 16 tons. Wow. Get another day older and deeper. The acapellics, bro. To the company store. Next up on the mic, we got our boy Luke Taylor. I was born one morning when Sunday. See, it's a couple guys on here. Oh, he's got a huge cock. Holy shit, bro. A voice like that. He's piping bitches down. Sold to the company store. All right, all right, I'm taking. It. Yeah. Wow. So, okay, so we uh, we've uh, sampled a little bit of the original and a little bit of this cover. So, what did you think? I think the original was definitely, you know, he was breaking mold at the time. Right. He was definitely talking about the working man, uh, putting it out there about how, um. You know, you basically work your life away just to be deeper in debt. To you, you, you're working for your possessions, not your possessions working for you. Right. And he definitely set the tone with it. He definitely felt the vibe and the and the feeling of the time of the you know he was recording it. Uh-huh. Everybody, the working man class, the blue collar stuff. And then when I hear the cover, the acapellics, the the harmonizing of the voices and the the bass in that that last dude's voice holy shit dude that was yeah. really good cover yeah um and I, apparently the song came out the original 16 tons a song popularized by Tennessee Ernie Ford was originally written by Merle Travis in 1947 Capitol Records encouraged Travis to write a series of songs that sounded folky so um i don't know if that's exactly when um he d- released a song i guess hmm um so everybody knows about 16 tons uh yeah so it was written um yeah 1946 so that that when we did that right there oh. that the that oh. original on the oh. cover wait i'm sorry what it's a cover of a cover whoa Okay, so so you're telling me the Ford guy <clears throat> covered that song? So Merle Travis um, released "16 Tons" in 1947, and Tennessee Ernie Ford released his in 1955. Whoa. Okay, so so I don't know. Maybe, maybe want to? Yeah, I definitely want to look that up real quick. So mm, give me the so give me the Merle Travis. M E R L E. Oh yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you know, my half white knows how to spell Merle without even <laughs> looking it up. The Oki in my blood is just knows how to spell Merle. Okay, let's see. Sixteen tons right there. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. And so this, this is, is the original. This is a forty seven, yeah. Whoa. Maybe we I are learning some shit here today, that's research. for sure. <laughs> No, I mean, well, I mean, look at the generation we're born in, dude. They, every, the internet's yeah. at our fingertips. It's it's real yeah. easy to get. Because I know, mean, because I, th- I think is uh, the one that made it popularized was Tennessee Henry Ford. Yes, because that's the one everybody seems to know. Yes, yes. Now, so. a generation that grew up uh, fighting in World War II might know the original, might right. not know this one. You know, anybody can write a song. I've tried it. You've tried it. 
but few people can write a hit song. <coughs> also, few people recognize a hit once they've heard it. Many years ago, a song was written and nobody proclaimed it a hit until a number of years later. Then the dam broke. The whole world recognized it immediately. Here is the composer to sing it, Merle Travis and the immortal 16 Ton. Say a man is made out of mud, but a poor man's made out of muscle and blood. Muscle and blood and He's got a guitar. Yeah. Given the technology at the time. And he doesn't have that deep voice. No, he doesn't have the deep voice. Okay, so, but he has the rhythm, he has the uh-huh. enthusiasm there, and then Tennessee Ford comes through and does his version of it. With a br- deeper voice. a deeper ba- and, yeah. bass in his voice, has the technology of a studio behind him, right. and this guy's either on stage acoustically, all that. Uh-huh. But see, that song, when we were listening to the Tennessee Ford one and then the cover of the cover, yeah, it made me think of that song, uh, Tom's Diner. Yeah. Oh! Who did that? Who did that one? Shit! Who did the that, original Tom's that, Diner? That, that was another one that I wanted to bring up, and I was been listening to this shit all week. Is it that Anne Anne in May? Yeah, that's no. the original. No, um, who's the original that did Tom's Diner? Because that that made me think of that. Because I I love the cover of that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you played it for me, uh, Suzanne Vega, and she wrote uh, this in 1982. So it's hey, this song this is, is as old from as from her birth year. Uh-huh. Okay, so oh, she wrote it in '82, but released it in '87. Oh, so she held on to it for a, a while. Yeah. Did she have like a career going or something? Did she just? Um, I really don't know. Okay, so let's, um, but let's before she... before uh, you um uh, yeah you play this, that's fine. I'm gonna uh, get it queued up, but yeah. Um, so yeah, so I mean that's that's crazy. That I didn't know that it was a cover of a cover. Yeah, that's you know you go from 1947. See, see we were learning this fresh right now on yeah, the air, and then you guys are too that are listening. Um, May, uh, you know what? You I know? wonder if somebody knew that already. Yeah, um, but yeah, like, if, how many people do we know that actually listen to old 47? Like, I'll listen to some seriously old old country. Yeah, and yeah, I'll, I'm, I mean, like maybe some um, Hank Williams. Yeah, senior. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and I'll uh, even listen to Hank Williams the third. And that dude will, you know, I, that dude I, makes the devil I've go heard, damn. I, I've heard a couple, but I mean, I mean, you can't get better. Uh, are you ready for some football? I, mean, I remember growing up and uh, yeah. having him on Monday Night Football doing yeah. those commercials. <laughs> uh, you remember when Carrie Underwood started taking over doing the football thing? And yeah, Monday and she's still out. But see, I remember when she came out on was it American Idol? I think so. Yeah, uh, and it, they said this is Carrie Underwood, and the first thing popped into my mind is I'd like. To get her under my wood, <laughs> yeah, get her under my wood. That'd be great, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so, I mean, so okay, so we heard three versions of that song. Yeah, that's a trip. That's a <laughs> that's a a triple cover. Yeah, right off the bat. So it was a cover of, of a cover, cover of a cover, the cover of the cover. So there's like a triple entendre, but with covers. <laughs> yeah. So um, I definitely the Wellerman. I I did like that because it was more. Uh, there's like four or five guys that believe in uh, their group. Yeah, so the Wellermans 
Pretty damn good cover. I, I dig that. That was good. Yeah. When, and, when you come through and you can harmonize like that, uh-huh. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. It takes a lot of practice, a lot of talent, listen, timing. When you listen to like the original, um, it's it's kind of more um, on acoustic, I guess. Acoustic, yeah. Um, well, that's that's what when they're doing uh, uh, just singing it with no background music yeah, or whatever. Just that's a guitar that's acapella. Yeah. Oh. Which uh, a lot of times when they would do that, they would call it a scat, but scat also means shit. Yeah. So that's very. Yeah. Uh, I don't like saying it like that. No. I would rather yeah. say acapella. So I mean, I I would definitely go with or ten. barbershop quartet yeah. style. I mean, I, I mean, they both sounded you know decent. I mean. I mean, for the time period, though, too. Yeah, you got to consider the generation, the yeah. technology available at at the time. Yeah. So, you know, I, I would, audio quality. I would probably definitely go with uh, Tennessee Ernie Ford's uh, version. Yeah, me too. Uh, although I wouldn't mind listening to the cover again. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so here's one: the, the Tom's Diner. Yeah, the, by uh, Suzanne Vega. Vega. Yep. This comes on my Pandora all the time too. Yeah. Well, actually, this is a, re- a remix. This is the remix of her own song? Yeah, with DNA. Oh, okay. So she remixed her own song. Yeah. So, I mean, if you can find the original... You know what? I We did have the original up there. I want to see... I want. I like the remix one, but I think... Here's the original version yeah. right here. Because that one was more like a hip-hop-y type. Yeah, it sound. definitely had that 80s bouncy shit to it or whatever. Yeah. And that that was cool and everything, but it wasn't the one that I grew up listening well, this to. One was, uh, this can uh, the that one? Um, I mean, you could definitely hear the sound, but yeah. that one was released in 1990. Yeah, see, I don't want the 91. So I want the, the original I want the 87 one. Yeah, the original was done in uh, 87, released right. in 87. Let's see how the original kicks off. If it kicks off the same. I like that way better. I am waiting at the counter for the man to pour the coffee, and he fills it only halfway. And before I even argue, he is looking out the window at somebody coming in. It is always this is all acapella. See, that doesn't sound. That's not the one that. She did this without any fucking backup vocals or something? That's yeah, really no, that's crazy. that's not the one that I've been... Th- that one. This one right here? Yeah. The video one, yeah. See, how many times did she redo this? Did she only write <laughs> one song and she got no talent or what? Because that was a killer song. How are you, you going to do that and then not have like a fucking... You I know? don't know. She might be just a one-hit wonder and just... Yeah, true. Like Black Street's No Diggity? <laughs> Yeah. That was just the one hit. And they even had Dr. Dre on there. Yeah. You, if you fail with Dr. Dre on your shit, you fucking failed. Oh, yeah. All right. Here we go. The actual one we grew up listening to this time. Okay. This is the one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She does have a good voice, though. Oh, yeah. I am waiting at the counter for 
Bitch already came in there to argue. It's the first thing in the morning. You haven't even had your coffee. <laughs> Take a sip of your coffee and don't argue. Yeah. Fuck, is that what we got to look forward to with you? So it's raining outside. That means it's raining outside, huh? Yeah. Unless she's just really wet. Ah. <laughs> Unless she was doing that for to block the sun. You've seen people walk around with their umbrellas blocking the sun. Right. Okay, so obviously that's just her on this whole song. Yeah. But when no, the <clears throat> band that I heard, I don't know how many people have covered this song, but the, yeah. the yeah. band that I've heard do it is yeah. uh, Giant Rooks. Yeah, and we did to talk about that before. But we did. Um, here, here's a little thing, uh, uh, background on uh, the song. So uh, Tom's Diner, uh, the song is Tom's Restaurant in New York City. Um, so it's an actual place. It's, yes, it's a diner on the corner of Broadway and West 112th Street. Uh, Susan Vega was re- was reputedly reputedly a frequent patron during the early 1980s uh, when she was a student at nearby Bernard College. The diner later became famous. As a location used for the exterior scenes of Monk's Cafe in the popular 1990s television sitcom, Seinfeld. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. How cool. I never <laughs> knew that was the whole yeah. circumference of that story there. And um, that there was some other stuff, too, um, that uh, we didn't... Um, um, we didn't play... Was it, okay, the, the, talking about the, the bells of the, cath- uh, the, the cathedral. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the Cathedral of St. John the Divine. It's uh, located one block to the east from that diner. Interesting. And um, they did a... Uh, they, oh, um, and uh, part of the lyrics uh, is a, a story of an actor who had dined while he was drinking. Uh, turned to the horoscope and looking for the funnies. Only two newspapers in New York City carried comic strips or funnies in 1981 and 1982, and only one, the New York Post, featured a front-page story of the death of Oscar-winning actor William Holden, whose body was discovered on Monday, November 16, 1981. In a a 2008 essay for the New York Times, Vega confirmed that Holden was the actor whose death that she had read about and inspired the long song. Wow. So then I had to There's look levels this, to this. I had to look up this guy. Um, he won a Academy Award for Best Actor in the film Stalag 17. Never seen it. Um, he was in the original Sabrina. Uh, he was in Bridge of the River on the River Kwai uh, Network. Um, I've never seen any of those. Oh, I think of Bridge on the River Kwai. I remember my dad had that. And, well, obviously, uh, all these movies happened before we were born. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, that's if she's a, singing about it in eighty-seven, fifty, seventy, sixties. Yeah, um, and he's appeared as twenty-fifth on the American Film Institute's list of twenty-five greatest male stars of classical Hollywood cinema. Interesting. So, I mean, there was a whole backstory on that song. It was everything. so it wasn't just it wasn't just out of the 
fucking yeah. imagination in her head. She actually based it in truth and fact yeah. and wrote it about her. That was I like that. Yeah. yeah, I remember I was reading that before and I'm like, holy shit. Uh, definitely, that was probably one of the seeds that got planted. Like I remember reading yeah. about it and I'm like, oh, we got to somehow talk about that song. Yeah, but that, see, that's what made me think about it is when they did the acapella in that one song of the cover of the cover. Mm-hmm. So this one right here, the vocals blew me away when I heard this one. Wonder how they came up with the name Giant Rooks. Trumpet, Maracas guitars. Holy shit! Look how skinny that fucker is, and that voice is coming out of him. It's <laughs> like me. What the fuck? That's crazy. <clears throat> yeah. Dude, that is badass. Now, they've done covers of a lot of stuff, so we Uh could go over that for a whole while. But in the interest of getting through quite a bit of covers here, because there's literally thousands and thousands of covers we could cover. Oh, Uh we had to cover a bunch of covers. (laughs) We could literally cover covers for a while, so we might just have to do another episode of covers here. And then plus we covered... A cover of a cover of a cover. <laughs> you better have all them covers for the winter when it kicks off, because it's going to be a mightily nipply out. Okay, so... Give me another original here. All right, so um, uh, one of my my favorites, um, no, my mom, um, you know, my, my mom's old school. You know, I, I listen to a lot of, you know, like 70s music and shit, like, um, you know, of course, I listen to the Beatles and... Redbone and all that stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about Redbone. I think that was more my dad. Like, my mom listened to, like, Moms and the Papas. Um, okay, so she was a disco groovy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, but um, she did like the Turtles. Turtle, turtle. And, uh, and that song, um, they still, it's just a little clip, but, I mean, I'm sure everybody... Um, I would say let's use uh, maybe this uh, Smash Brothers trailer. That's the one I was talking about. They use the song. Uh, you you want to use that one as the cover? Uh, uh, no, as if not the cover. The cover. <laughs> if you want to just play a little bit of the song, which one? The uh, original? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, and then this uh, this other one we can discuss. See if it's actual okay. cover. But um, yeah. So this is an old sixty-seven. Uh, happy together, 
Um, it's definitely one of my favorite songs. I mean, I, every time I hear it, I tell everybody, shut the fuck up, leave me alone. Let me listen <laughs> to the damn song. See, but, that's something I never knew, that you would you would dig on a song like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I don't know, it's just something about that song. You know, I hated oldies growing up, I hated country growing up, and yeah. now I love all of that shit. I can't get enough of it. Yeah, I know. I have. I definitely have a um, a new appreciation of uh, music as I've gotten older. All right, so here we go. Happy Together by the Turtles, 1967. There's six guys in the band? Uh, yeah, I believe so. This is one of those bands that was... Uh, Put together like the monkeys, yeah, or oh, yeah. like that. It's, it was like it was during like the uh, Beatles era. Well, the Beatles were a band, but the monkeys were like a manufactured band. They were yeah. they were like the beginning of uh, production pop almost. Right. I don't know if the Turtles were or not. You think he's talking about weed and pussy? <laughs> uh, that I don't know. Mm. Um, yes, yeah, so, I mean it's. I mean it's a classic. I mean, you know, if you uh, grew up in that era. Um, so uh, now this other band that the, um, they're kind of like a rap group, uh, Flowbots. They cover this, but I mean that's what an odd genre to jump across but, to do a cover but see here's the thing the name of the song is called me and you happy together ah the song is called me and you but the chorus happy together is the part that's in parentheses well let's see that's yeah so i mean this is one of those um yeah play that one this one no 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 that top one yeah okay. that one yeah and um and we can decide you no know, if this is a cover or you know if you guys uh, well we know it's a cover but too. Um, oh, oh! You mean you know because it's they use the the music, uh, use some of the lyrical content, but then they put their own spin on it too. So, um, I want to know if, in your opinion, if this would be considered a cover. Okay, well, let's get into it. Flowbots. <clears throat> I love the Fender Strat. It's almost like a 21 Pilots vibe. Yeah. I look at your number, I they were, this is uh, like early 2000s. Oh, I like this. Please tell me they're still together. Um, I believe so. Like 
else was a glimpse of you Give a hint and clues of where your name resides Now that I found you it's changed the vibe Shout out to all the blame, fear, pain, or pride Doesn't matter who calls and invests a dime Get a message saying we're staying inside Cause I imagine you and me can make music beautifully Can make moves, never lose the beat I can imagine the food that we choose to eat I see it all like a view from a movie scene And imagine you and me never knew the week We're never more than a few degrees And how good it would prove to be But the waiting is over, I finally found you and I Bro, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing to me right now? Okay, so a couple thoughts. When it first started playing, and I'm hearing the you know the Fender Strat go through, and or the Squire, whatever he's playing right there. Mm-hmm. And he's just basically going through the rhythm of... It's basically a cover in the beginning. No. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, yeah, you're full of shit. This is not hip-hop. This is not R&B. This has got no no real originality to it. He's basically bringing new life into the old song, like an mm-hmm. HD quality. And then that guy drops it into this hip-hop fucking <laughs> 21 Pilots thuggish thing. Uh-huh. And I'm like... This okay, is, all right. Before uh, 21 Pilots too. So. Yeah, and it's like, holy shit, dude, this is fucking awesome. And yeah. then it jumps right back into the yeah. cover. So it's almost like a hybrid yeah. cover sample. I don't know what the fuck, dude. It's definitely a cover because they use 90% of the song would be a cover. Yeah. Excuse and me. Sampling but, the original music. But then they drop in their own flavor yeah. right in the middle of it mm-hmm. where he, he basically throws in Christmas with the reindeers and the fucking I'm yeah. like, dude. And <laughs> he enunciates, he's got a clear voice. Mm-hmm. It's just and, and it's, it's it's pretty good. And it's talking about, you know, like just a relationship. Yeah, so <clears throat> it's it's really good. Yeah, um, I mean this one this comes on my I would Pandora. still consider it a cover. Yeah. I would consider it a sp- a very spiced up, flavorful cover. Yeah, because they put their own spin on right. it, but yeah. it's it's, it's still I mean, a cover. It's, it's it's different. It is very but different. I, I would I would probably still go with the turtles. I yeah. I mean, it, it depends on the mood. If I'm in a cruising, chill vibe, uh-huh. and if it's if I'm in a drive a little faster vibe, and I'm definitely feeling a little spunky on a Friday, uh-huh. like I just want to get up and move, and just I, I'm digging that hip hop yeah. vibe, like I'm in rap music yeah. mode. Yeah. I definitely want to hear this version. Yeah, yeah. But then, but you know, if um, anybody know that played the N sixty four with Smash Brothers, <laughs> and um, you know, if uh, you know, if you remember the uh, the commercial. I mean, oh yes, I think I do. And it's a classic because uh, they, you know, they use the, this song. And now I, we won't be able to show the video right now. Yeah, but, but I mean, we, just I mean, you can uh, you can hear the punches and um, this is a Super Mario, Yoshi, <laughs> Pikachu, Donkey Kong. Yeah, uh, it's about thirty-one seconds long, and uh, we will get into it here. But <laughs> I I vaguely remember this commercial. Oh yeah, because I wanted an N sixty four for so long. And I finally ended up picking one up at a at the Monday sale. Uh huh. I had brought like a hundred dollars cash, and I got two controllers and a console. And I was like, I will find the games later, no problem. I just need the console. And uh, it turns out those things are wildly popular oh, ever yeah. since ever since the. Uh, you know, retro gaming has went in full swing with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It's making my life a lot harder because I've been trying to collect retro games for a long, long before it was popular. Right. For these hipsters come in trying to horn in on my racket. But here's the commercial from Super Smash Brothers uh, N64 <laughs> commercial. 
shows them skipping through a sunflower field. And they're all happy before they start beating the living shit out of each other. Mario trips Yoshi. <laughs> and Donkey Kong starts beating the shit out of Mario. Nintendo. Introducing Super Smash Brothers, where all your favorite characters go toe-to-toe in one four-player star-studded slam fest. Only on Nintendo 64. <laughs> oh, man. And then Donkey Kong hits the ground after Yoshi smashes him with a hammer and the N64 spins around his uh-huh. head like stars. But like birdies. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. And then that's 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 definitely from our childhood. Yes. You know, we for were... Sure. That was uh, definitely... <laughs> Dude, there's a... Look at this. <clears throat> Tainted Love was covered by Broken Peach. Okay, so that was another one that I actually I just wrote down, but um, uh, uh, Marilyn Manson oh, uh, yes. covered it. So... I'd but, rather cover that. Huh? I'd rather use that cover. Yeah, uh, so actually there's one that I want to... Um, Which one are you, what are you thinking of right now? Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> Bumping the mic. All right, uh, Karina's gonna love this. Oh great! Um, Here we go. So it's one of her favorite movies is Mulan, and out of nowhere, this cover metal version uh, came on my Pandora. Uh, I'll make a man out of you. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Is it? Is it because she's a Leo? What? No. <laughs> she knows what I'm talking about. No, she's not a Leo. No, she's a Virgo. She said she was a Leo. That's, no, because her birthday's a week after mine. I got I conversation. Think. Oh, okay. Whatever. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll show you. <laughs> we went into a whole astrological debate last Yo, night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, um, in uh, I was watching the video when I was writing down my notes and stuff, and I listened to the song like three times. It's the cover. And the original was actually done by Donny Osmond. Really? Yeah, I had to look up the soundtrack for Mulan, uh, <clears throat> and you're gonna get like Donnie Marie and shit like that. Right, right. Uh, so you might as well just put in uh, oh, "I'll Make a Man Out of You." Now this is probably maybe one of my favorite, definitely my top five Disney songs. Um, Which one do you want to use here? Uh, go back up. Um, oh, just uh, the soundtrack one. Yeah. That one? Yeah. So we can listen to the original a little bit and then stack it against the cover. I like that. I like that. Stack it against the cover. I like the sound of that. That's that's a good way of putting the cover versus original. Yeah. See how it stacks up against it. Yeah, I see. Oh. I like that. That's good. Okay, so here we go. I'll Make a Man Out of You by from Donnie Osmond from the Mulan soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. They're definitely big in their fucking orchestras when they do it, don't they? Uh, go ahead and just use uh, the whole song if we can. 
I mean, it's only a couple minutes long, so. Okay, I mean, this is. Uh, this is one of those. You guys listen to both versions. All right, to, I'm uh, down. I'm down. <clears throat> I keep wanting to say the word Jew. <laughs> Make a man out of this Jew. <laughs> is it weird that I can actually picture this whole scene? <laughs> God. Yeah, yeah, because I would. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a Disney princess. Hey, my sister, and my mom. I had to watch all this shit. Yeah, I bet you had no choice to leave the room. What? A, I had no TV in my room when I was little. <laughs> Did it make you feel pretty? <laughs> oh, so pretty. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I can't take much more of this Disney-ness. Okay, so now the cover is done by Dan Vosk. That sounds familiar. V-A-S-C, yes. Why is it that I know all these other names and how to spell them, but I can't fucking write English? So go ahead and use uh, that... Uh, that first one this one right here yes that was the one i was watching earlier okay <clears throat> he looks like a definite metalhead for sure i mean he's i guess he does a lot of covers i mean he did a uh a cover of amazing grace dude and, the oh dropkick murphys God. did a cover of amazing grace his, his version was oh i was literally reading the comments yeah and all these people are like oh i'm 70 years old i'm 65 I grew up in church listening to this song, and you are just amazing. So this guy has a vocal range. So Amazing Grace, if you haven't heard that, that's yeah, that's definitely uh, it's one in church, church classic. Yeah. Yep. Now Dropkick Murphys did a cover of that song, mm-hmm. and it is fucking awesome, dude. Oh wow! And that's like an Irish punk rock band. Yeah. So here's the I'll Make a Man Out of You metal cover by Dan Vosk. Oh yeah, this dude's straight metal. Let's get down 
Oh, he's got other cats in here. There it is. <laughs> That's what I've been waiting for. That and a fucking guitar solo. There's got to be a Pink Floyd reference right there. Okay, so I like that version way better. Didn't hear a guitar solo in there, mm -hmm. but when he finally starts fucking screaming, it became a metal song. <laughs> I mean, they had drums in there. They had other vocalists yeah, doing it, the it lead. And, it's a, it has a different sound. I mean, now I, I can't listen to the original and not think of this one. <laughs> no, I can't listen to the original no more. I'd rather hear so, this. Okay, so we're both in agreement. The cover is better than the original. Which is rare, but yes. Yeah. I mean, there, and there are some... And it oh. took it took metal version of it for me to actually want to sit through the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> like I know I'm I'm just I'm looking at you, I'm waiting for some kind of reaction. Like I'm looking at it, he's got he's got his metal look about him, mm -hmm. he's singing, he's doing the, the whole bit and piece, he's going through the motions, and I'm just like, Okay, where's it at? Where's that? You got the drums in the background, okay. Mm -hmm. Anybody can do the drums in the background, okay. And then he hits it with a wah and yeah. I'm like, Yeah, there it is, there it is. That's what I've been waiting <clears> for. Um, so there was one that you brought up, the Frog Leap Studios. How that guy covers everything. <laughs> oh, we could do that. Could, we could do a whole episode on him. We should. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. That, yeah, that, that could be volume two. Yeah, we should. And then we'd have just straight up Frog Leap the whole thing. Yeah, that would like and, that. And then uh, compared to the originals. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, he does the number covers. Um, so we'll have to do a volume two for that. We'll, we'll wait a few episodes so we can get it all lined up. But Oh, yeah. Uh, that's um, something that we can um, probably, you know, uh, do later on. Uh, no, so what the one you were talking about was the Paul Abdul. Oh, yes. Let's do that. Paul so, Abdul. I've wanted to fuck her brains out for <laughs> 20 years. <laughs> oh, my God. She is so fucking hot. I, mean, I don't even know what race she is. She's just the perfect caramel brown that just like, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sweet baby Jesus, please make that happen. So, uh, if, if, uh, if you guys grew up in the 80s, you know, Paula Abdul, she was big before she was on American Idol as a fucking judge and all that shit. Yeah. And uh, her biggest hit was, uh, I believe, was Straight Up. Well, she did a few songs. Yeah, but I think this was like the one that made her like put her on the map. I now, is straight up the one where it had that cartoon cat in the video? No, that that was uh, uh that was another one. I don't no. remember which one that was, um, but I definitely like that one too because I thought the cartoon yeah. cat was. Oh, that was opposites attract or something. Uh, yeah, like that. opposites attract. Yeah, yeah. That, that I hear that one on, and uh, 
they okay so on family guy they uh, made fun of it they used the uh the video but instead of the cat it's peter dressed as a cat oh good lord <laughs> i fucking hate family guy why do they have to be so ruthless and attack everything that i love and that i want to see somebody attack <laughs> but it's got to be family guy attacking it i mean south park does a good job but i don't know either way here's paul abdul's the original version straight up let me see the pretty lady Please. <clears throat> ah. okay. Oh, and she's a dance choreographer. Um, she's, I think she's, she's doing a the tap girl. dance right now with them fucking luscious hips. Good lord, I love her. She was so hot. Arsenio Hall. Arsenio. Holy shit! <laughs> lucky bastard. I bet you he got to tap that. You know this song would come on at work. And I just like I definitely stop what I'm doing, and I'm or I'm so busy, kind of like nodding my head to it. Yeah, but she's got that '80s hair. She's got that yeah. mole on her face. She's just like, mm. she's straight up delicious. All the Aquanet and shit. Oh, <laughs> God bless Aquanet. Oh, I could watch her for hours. <laughs> oh, good lord! Okay, you so you probably will when I leave. Yeah, maybe I don't know. <laughs> I have somebody to help me take care of all that. Um, yeah. <laughs> so now, what what brought all this up today is that the fact that I was sitting there talking to somebody uh, while we were at work, and we were walking through the hallway. We were testing out our can lights and all the stuff we can turn on for that Nordstrom rack out there. And uh, this song was playing. It was one of the gals that works at the store was playing this original of, you know, Paul Abdul. And I was like, oh, that's Paul Abdul. I haven't heard that in forever. Um, and one of my buddies who's a big uh, uh, punk rock fan, he goes, oh, did you know the Gimme Gimme's? Uh, they did that. Me First and the Gimme Gimme's is the name of the band. Mm-hmm. And they did a cover of Straight Up. And I realized that I had downloaded that song a while back. And... I was up in the attic. I was like, wait a minute. I do know that. I do know that they did that cover, and it was really good, and I definitely love the song, and the cover of the song is, is I don't. I wouldn't say it's better, but it's definitely got a punk rock version to it that I like a lot, and I, I to me, I can't decide which one I like better. Depends if I'm in a mood, if I'm in an 80s mood, or if I'm in a, you know, modern version of songs mood, but... You know, they definitely, you know, there's five members in the band, a girl in there, and they just, on the cover of the album that covers this song, they're all dressed up in suits and dresses and shit. Well, the gal's in a dress and everybody's in their tuxes. um, Golden Gate Bridge right behind them. Yes, yeah, so it's a really good cover. Um, But, you know, I just got to, now, that is one of the best names of a band I've ever seen. Squirrel Nut Zippers. Where? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That's funny. (laughs) Stephen Foster. Ghost, Ghost of Stephen, Stephen Foster. Foster. Okay, so like in 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 um, excuse me, Tombstone. Uh huh. When they're walking through and Doc Holliday's playing the piano and he's drunk as shit, oh, and that yeah. one dude walks up, the music lover, and he goes, "Don't you know Stephen fucking Foster?" 
And he's playing. And he goes, "Is that is that Camp Town Races? You know, Stephen fucking Foster." I know. I I'm, I'm gonna have to go back and watch. Dude, that, that line is right there. And That's he goes, a... "You music lover." Oh yeah, yeah. But that was okay. So here's the, anyways. Here's the cover of Straight Up by Me first in the Gimme Gimmies. <clears throat> Huh. It definitely has a different feel to it. Yeah. I want to say I've heard this or a clip of it using something. Has to be teenage movie or something. Yeah. You know what this uh, actually gives me? That out of the ring vibe. Yes. Jim, one, you guys listening? Okay. Hey, uh, hey, that'd be cool if you guys uh, would do a cover of Straight Up and uh, your guys' sound. Yeah, and your I version. I think that would be uh, so freaking awesome. Okay, so to correct myself here. There is no girl in the band. I'm looking at the cover more, and I realize that's a dude in a dress. <laughs> and so, so fuck that tranny shit. But no. that was it. Caught me off guard because I didn't. Oh, from where I'm sitting, uh, yeah, it looks like a girl. But when you start looking at the character, the jawline, oh no, the shoulders, oh, no. the nose, and if I could zoom in, that I'm sure I'd find a fucking Adam's apple. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I hope not. Um, okay, so th- th- those covers. Now, here's why don't you play a sample of a sample that used that song? Shoot me, what you got? That was J. Cole, Workout. Oh, I love that song. And no, I actually do too. When the first time I heard Dude, it, I'm like, that's a fucking song. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a fucking song. Yeah, I'm like, the first time I heard it, I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, I was telling my buddy, I was like, hey, who is this? And he's like, Jay, who the fuck is that? I don't, I don't do you know the original song? I'm like, no. Like, of course not, you uncultured swine. <laughs> and I, I tell, love saying that line every chance I yeah, get. Yeah, You don't like movies in black and white, you uncultured swine uh, or something. And, and if, if you do know uh, that reference, then uh, no. <laughs> but um, yeah, so J. Cole, they use uh, sample. Uh, Paula Abdul's straight up. Let's see if I can spot it in here. I see here some of the lines from it. Uh huh. <clears throat> I think I hear the part coming up already because I've heard this song a lot. Yeah. And this came out in 2011. Yep, I remember this part. He wants to see her work out for him, so he wants to watch her do it in yoga pants. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't? 
right? She liked them bars with the big old chains, right around town in the big old range. I knew it when I rocked big old chains, not a little nigga doing big old things. Would you look at that? He could have said she could ride on my big old thing. Like you asked for. Many thing in them jeans too fat for it. Rebound, so I caught off the backboard. I told a baby girl, come here. No, I run the town even when I ain't He said, come here. And I brag hardly, but just to show up at this party I made with your nigga making one. Yeah, that's yeah, there, there's a part that, uh. Yeah, it's coming up. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Because it's overpriced. Don't overthink. Just hope it's right. I'm only here for the night. Hey, we got a good day. It's a lot of build up for the sample, but fuck it. Oh, yeah. Here we go. I think it's towards the end of the song, though, too. I don't know. But, oh, well. Fuck it. Uh, you guys are still listening, then. It, it's building a story around it. Yeah. It, this is an honorable mention since they sample. Yeah. Uh, he definitely sampled some of the words from that song in here. Yeah. But I mean, you can hear uh, like definitely some of the beat behind. I mean, it's more of a hip hop vibe, but I mean, it's definitely straight yeah. up. <clears throat> I remember I had this on the, my iPod. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think you're right. I think it is towards the end, but fuck it. Yeah. I do like the song. Yeah. No, this is I haven't heard in a while. We always break our own rules. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we go off the cuff. Off the cuff. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Straight up, now tell me, do you really want to love me forever? Oh, 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 or is it just a hit and run? Fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> well, straight up, I tell you, I just really want to cut when we together. Oh, 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 come here, girl, let's get it on. <clears throat> now, right there, he put his own spin on it at the end there, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So, you're welcome for that build-up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I mean, so it's uh, so we went over the original, we go over a cover, and and that was a sample, but it used some lyrical yeah. content from the original. Now the cover I liked because it sped it up. Yeah, you, when you heard the original, you heard the '80s feel, the yeah, vibe to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, the video Which, was in black and white, but you could almost feel day glow and yeah. and and ankle high socks or yeah, calf and, high and, socks. And, and, and no, we're eighty babies, so you know we probably saw it. You know when we we're you know younger and shit. I, I remember watching it when I was a kid, and I think my brother had it on a tape or something. I remember watching it when we had like cable for whatever month that they had a special going for twenty bucks, and then on MTV. Yeah, MTV, when MTV and VH1, actually showed fucking videos, and then. Uh, and then I think I saw it later on in the box or something mm-hmm. like that. But um, yeah, he definitely sampled it. He did. He did. Yeah, I like how he put his own spin on it and things like that. It's definitely yeah. a fucking song. Yeah. But 
but I mean, I mean that's cool. I mean, it, it shows you know like the rain, like uh, an homage to Paul Abdul from the eighties. Yeah, um, you know, it, like uh, and, they, well, the first time I heard it, I was like, okay, th- how many other people realize where he got that from? Right. Because I caught it right away. Oh, I, I, I so did I. <laughs> yeah, I caught it right away. I was like, oh, oh, I know where he got that from. Yeah. But all these kids that are listening to it now, the first time, I bet you they don't know fucking know. Yeah. And that's probably when the table started to turn uh-huh. of the age thing. Like, you kids don't know shit, you know? Yeah. Fucking kids. Okay, so. Uh, what do you got? What do you got? I know oh, you're building up to something. I know. Um, I'm trying to. You're trying to save something for the end. Yeah. Um. Uh, Give me the juice. Okay, so <laughs> here's another 80s classic. Fucking A, let's go. <laughs> dude, um, the 80s was full-on sex appeal, dude. Hair, fucking tight clothing, leather, fucking just oh, hot chicks and videos. Oh, just, not, not this band. You not get, this band? You, you play the video, and you're going to be like, what the fuck? Well, are we talking uh, like so meatloaf and w- shit? We're talking about <laughs> Toto. Toto. Oh, yeah. I like that band. T-O-T-O. Toto, not Toto. Oh. It's not Spanish. <laughs> no, I'm spell- I was spelling Toto from fucking um, Todo. Wizard of Oz. Yeah, T-O-T-O. Tutu? Toto. Toto? It's not Todo. Tata. That's Spanish. Tata? Are we doing this one? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did you... Okay. So, <laughs> this is Toto's Africa. Yes. Which... By the way, somebody did on Super Nintendo. They did a cover on Super Nintendo on the music program or whatever, oh, the MS Paint or whatever. Uh, Mario Maker? Or no, not Mario Maker. Uh, music uh, Maker or something? Uh, uh, Mario Paint. Mario Paint. And they <clears throat> covered this song on there. They did it. They It must have taken painstaking you, time you, to I do it. I remember you sent me that link. Yes. And I and actually then, watched all that. And I'm like, holy fuck, that is so cool. Right. And then on top of that, this guy, the lead singer, the band, everybody there, uh-huh. never once went to Africa. <laughs> never once has been to Africa at any point in time. And they wrote this whole song about the sun setting and all uh-huh. that stuff on Capiti Plain or whatever the fuck it is. Yep. And, and, um, and uh, not one not one bit of this is true. Kilimanjaro, uh, Rise of Like Olympus. Uh, yeah, none, not one bit of this song is true, but everybody bought it up because nobody's ever been to fucking Africa that could experience this. But it's the 80s. I mean, exactly, but it was... They were probably just stoned off their ass off the good weed. I don't know. Probably. I mean, you want to do official video? Yeah, or, yeah. Okay, or just yeah. official audio? Uh, no, official video. Okay. Yeah. Well, that secretary, I'd bang her fucking brains out. She got the glasses and the, <laughs> I don't know what it is. No, no, is that secretary you get teacher look? more than I do when you keep talking about you know, bang all these girls and shit. Dude, I'm just saying that's the <clears> flavor <throat> I like. There's you know, there's there's a bucket list or a fucket list. Yeah, there's uh, there, there's a fucket list. I'm just saying no because filter between you and your balls, fuck. N- n- well, you're one to talk, motherfucker. You do the same shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we're not going there. <laughs> no, well, why not? You did. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> so this is Toto's Africa, and then after this, <laughs> we'll go into <laughs> the covers. Uh, the cover. All right. <laughs> she hears only whispers of some quiet conversation. Oh, it started off in the middle. That's good. No, I like that. She's coming in twelve thirty flights. The moonlit wings reflect the stars that guide me towards salvation. Fucking love this song, dude. Oh yeah, I do too. 
this is definitely one that my mom uh, had on tape uh, recorded off of like MTV BH1. Yeah. Um, and I remember I just watched it. I mean, I'd watch this. Uh, Tears for Fears. And I just. And, and even now, as an adult, I'd watch. Uh, okay, so they're playing on the top of a book yeah. with the title Africa. Yeah. All these guys are clean shaven, but then you got the one guy with the big old beard. Yeah. Well, he's like the Bushman travel guide type dude. Yeah. The wild dogs cry out in the night as they grow restless, longing for some solitary company. Okay, so that one definitely, I love that song. Oh, yeah. What, what cover do you want to do? you want to do the Mar- MS Paint one? Mario Paint no. one? What do we want to do? Weezer. Yes. Now, <laughs> let's now, now you know why I want you to play the video. I mean, you guys won't be able to see it, but this was uh, my episode a couple weeks ago. Did you know that Weezer is very college educated? These dudes are Harvard level, really Ivy League intelligence. They're very, very smart dudes. Uh, At least one or two of the band members is. I know that Uh for sure. Uh, So, no, play that first video. You want to do that one? Yep, the one that stars. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Then uh, you know we'll we'll talk about it. Well, I'll mention it right before we play it. Yeah. um, Because I know that yeah that was one of the episodes you wrote that I still haven't sent him the episode because I've just. I'm waiting because I, I need more time to find out all his outlets. Uh huh. But I know that this... I, I, I was, you know, I listened to most of it and I, I was disappointed in myself. I, you know, I mean, we there's, okay. So what we're talking about is Weezer's cover of Africa that's starring Weird Al Yankovic. And on that episode, we we didn't cover as many songs as we'd want to. Uh huh. We definitely had our own, you know judgment calls on ourselves after the episode that we wish we had done certain things yep. Yep. Uh, but there are so many songs that that dude covered that uh, that and and originals that there's no way we would have covered it in one episode not even two probably yeah i mean he we, has yeah, hundreds I mean, we could always we could always come back to it too we could but just to be like i, I want to do a fuck around and find out episode where we just kind of find new artists yeah you know that'd be kind of cool yeah I mean, yeah yeah definitely um so here we go weezer's cover of africa by toto it starts off real quiet in the fucking beginning here. It's just kind of panning through all black and white and upside down. Yeah, it's a different. It has an 80s feel to it, but it does. But it's, it's just definitely, you know, softer somehow. Yeah. Yeah, with the lead singer, he definitely has a softer voice than the lead singer of Toto. Yeah. Here we go. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> Little grungier. Yeah. <clears throat> Definitely. I like it. Take some time to do the things they never have. What have they done? The wild dogs cry out in the night as they grow restless, longing for some solitary company. I know we're playing the cover longer than we did the original, but I gotta hear this. Yeah, th- there's one part in here I wanna know if you think he's actually playing the instrument or not. Oh, I'll tell you straight up. Did that famous Weird Al kick. Yep. <laughs> now that's Weird Al right there. Hurry, boy, she's waiting there yeah, see, that's what I wanted to hear. <clears throat> that's Weird Al right there. Okay, but, so you know, they, they also did a, 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 a live concert with Weird Al coming out on stage. They did, a, uh, so Weezer did? Yeah. So your question yeah. to me was, do I think he was really playing that instrument yes. or not? Yeah. Now, for filming of the video, they rarely play the instruments for real. Oh, oh yeah. But yeah, it, could could he? Oh, yeah. yeah. Weird Al is a fucking but, master I mean, at the accordion. he does, too. He does. Well, he is doing the finger motions in there, yeah. whether it's yeah. a live instrument right. on the video but or no, not. But look, there's a concert footage of him on stage with Weezer. Yeah, I see that. I see that. So I mean um, that one we can uh, right, I'll pull up another time. Yeah, but that I do I do like that where that grungier <laughs> sound to it. I like that. Yeah. For, for some reason, this seems to be one of those songs where you could just literally cover it and rape the shit out of it, and it still comes out awesome. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's even better than this one, or I like that one, or oh, see me, I'm just. I love hearing the covers of this song. For whatever reason, it's one of those ones where you just can't do wrong yeah, by covering yeah. it. I mean, it, it definitely it's a, a good uh, a, a good cover. Oh, excuse me, damn it! <coughs> the beers are got some bubbles in them. Yeah, um, but uh, my verdict, um, I, I was I always choose Toto. If I had to pick, if I had to pick, I would say. Yeah, I would say Toto, but if this one came on, I would definitely not turn it off. Oh, no. If the cover came on, I would definitely not turn it off. No, I remember, like, when it first came out, um, I was over at once. Um, It it was, you know, it's a couple years ago. Weezer did a cover of Take On Me. I know, I saw that. (laughs) That's kind of cool. So, and and, uh, I heard the song, I'm like, oh, hey, did... 
do you hear Weezer's uh, cover of the song? And he's like, oh, this is Weezer. I'm like, oh, shit. Because <laughs> it, you it know. It was so, it's so well done that you could yeah. ar- almost not tell the difference right yeah. away. Um, that's that's pretty good. I, I'd say that's <clears throat> the mark of a good cover. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I'm looking at these songs and I'm trying to think. Which you're trying to choose between them? Where do I want to go? You got if you got um, a choice between the two, we can do a coin of fate. Okay, so how about uh, here's a, a six is a disco era song. Seventies, sixties, seventies, sixties. Disco kind of covered almost covered a tail end of one generation or decade to another. Uh, so this is uh, I will survive. Oh my goodness. You want to do the Gloria Gaynor yep, one? Yep, that's the original. Okay. And then, well, after... Okay, I definitely... Don't tell me yet, because I don't know if I... There's been some covers, so... Oh, the one, it did, it did pop up, but I don't think you noticed it. No, I was too busy uh, looking for the original. Yeah, so... <laughs> is a uh, yeah. Gloria Gaynor, uh, I Will Survive. <clears throat> song makes you want to strut. Okay. Yeah. And you guys can't see it, but we're over here. We're, da- we're jamming. We're doing the pigeon like neck. Freaking idiot. Yeah, we're doing the pigeon neck bounds. <laughs> we're fucking grooving in the chair. We're just. But see, swinging is, and shit, but this you know? is a classic. I mean, this is a song they um, dude. This is a song they've done so many memes over, oh, where that yeah. alien is walking and he gets smashed by a spaceship, uh, and he just keeps walking. I'll oh, survive. Uh, uh, men, men in black, men in black. Then, uh, the 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 dog. He was all <laughs> he's all singing it too and shit. Yeah. So, oh. dude. <laughs> There, there's some songs that just like yeah. transcend everything. Like it's just like, oh, you know what song would be perfect for this? This one. Yeah, and yeah. it just fits right in there. So uh, the cover. Oh, good lord! What do you got? Cake. Oh yes, yes. Because that one comes on my Pandora all the time. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> Whatever happened to cake? I don't hear about them anymore. I see a lot of cake at uh, work. Uh, yeah, me too. There's a, quite a bit of cake. You know, I'd love to have a slice of cake from all the different cakes that are out there. Oh, yeah. But it is what it is. Um, I think we'll just have to do the album one. That way it cuts out the video right. portion of the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. But, uh, you know, I know I've heard this song. But I, know, I never I really don't remember what about it, though, but I know I've heard this song. I never really listened to cake. Uh I don't know. Um, 
I, I like a lot of. I, I know a couple songs that they do. Yeah, um, but I'm not just. I'm not. I like maybe one or two songs I know. Okay, so Cake when. Uh, you remember when uh, Skippy was on uh, New Rock 104? Yep. Well, her beginning morning show deal where she would intro it was uh, an intro from one of the Cake songs. Okay. And uh, one of the listeners had wrote in and asked her, hey, where's that intro from? I know it sounds familiar. And she goes, oh, it's a Cake song. We just don't play it very often here. And one of the songs, she goes, since we mentioned it, we'll bring it up. And they played this song. And I was like, holy shit, now I can never unhear that. Hmm. And so I do like a few, you know, like yeah. You're Never There, things like that. Yeah, do, yeah, they, yeah, that song. You know, I thought they were gay the whole time when they had that one video where it was just nothing but oiled up dudes at the pool party oh. or some shit. I don't know what the fuck. It came on the box one day. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what kind of shit. Oh, The Distance. We're the Distance the or something distance. like that. Going The Distance is yeah. a good song, but I don't yeah. know if that was the video or not, but it, I just, it was yeah, just a weird-ass yeah, video. That's that was there. Um, These guys just, you know, went all out yeah. for whatever reason. They just yeah. were so, just extreme. So this is the Cakes cover of I Will Survive. So many nights just thinking how you'd done me wrong I grew strong I learned how to get along and So this is a guy's version Yeah From his, his perspective I always thought he had a good voice It didn't, didn't yeah. have any crackle to it It was just very solid voice I should have changed my fucking lock I would have made you And she said in the, the original she said I should have changed my stupid lock Yep You back to he definitely put a little more teeth into it. Yeah. I love the guitar in here. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what attracted me to the song. Definitely. Do you think I crumble? Is that a cake reference? Because <laughs> it crumbles. Yeah. It, it, it definitely has a, a slower pace to it. Yeah, it didn't have the disco feel to it, but he does put that guitar into yeah. there. I wonder if he does the ho ho part. Oh, the guitar solo, bro! I love that. Yeah, very bluesy. Yeah, it almost sounds like a like a Benny King, almost like a. I don't know. It's like, got a Gibson's guitar sound to it, though. Uh, yeah, like I a mean, Gibson has a certain sound. It has like a different blues sound. Yeah. That wow wow, he's either using a whammy bar or he's bending the strings. I like that, dude. Yeah. I, you know what? I know I've heard that before, but it's been so long, it was almost like hearing it for the first time it, again. You know what? It, it pops up on uh, my Pandora. No, you, have you set your Pandora to random to just throw whatever the fuck at you it will be because that's how i discover a lot of new like shit some spanish shit to then tupac to fucking saint clown posse <laughs> okay so we uh, we were outside putting up wall fixtures the other day uh, around the perimeter of this the shell building and there was a bunch of mexican dudes doing their concrete work for the sidewalk 
and uh, Tina Turner came on, and one of them was going, ah, 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 like that, and I was laughing my ass off. I could have just jumped out my body, and they heard me laughing, uh-huh. and he, so he started doing it more. And I said, all right, I got something for you. So I put on uh, Corrido's music, <laughs> and Raymond Ayala came on, and he goes, ay, ay, ay. And that dude just got a second wind. You could tell him he was tired. He's been doing concrete all day. Uh-huh. Raymond Ayala come on, the accordion hero. Raymond Ayala. Raymond Ayala. Raymond Ayala. <laughs> Whatever, motherfucker. Is that, is that his white uh, brother? That's, or what? that's the white part coming out, yeah. So <laughs> he, can, he, he comes on, and his accordion kicks off, and he just goes, ay, ay, ay. The Mexican dude jumps up, and I was uh-huh. like, Dude, you look like you got a second wind. He goes, I'm ready to do concrete all day. And I was like, fuck, bro. (laughs) Um, It was good. Okay. Uh, So, um, you know, I'm uh, I'm going with uh, Gloria Gaynor on this one. Okay. um, uh, You know, I mean, it's original. It was 70s. I mean, this is a good cover. I mean, I, I enjoy it. I mean... It's like you said. It like, has a more. It, it's one of the, the cover is one of those that if it comes on, I'm not going to change it. Right. It has a more it. '90s feel to it. Yeah. I definitely dug the original a lot. Yeah. Uh, because it's the fucking original. Yeah. It's just one of those. It's like a staple in your disco. You know, and a lot of people hate disco. Uh-huh. I don't hate disco. I can see where people would, but. I don't like if you watch Detroit Rock City, oh, yeah. where where the Stellas no 70s, and, yeah. and uh, they're against the you know the rocker dudes, mm-hmm. and it's like, dude, some of them Stellas look pretty fucking hot, and the music gets their booties moving. I can't really shit on that, yep. Yep. but I am a metalhead, so I like both best, best of both worlds. Uh-huh. Like you could run into people who are Elvis fans, yeah. Or they're <clears throat> Beatles fans. You very rarely find people who love both. I love both. Um, I'm not a big fan of Elvis. Um, I mean, there are a couple You're songs. more of a Beatles fan. Yeah, because that's something that my mom right. listened to. So that falls in, that just kind of proves my point a little bit. Most people use one, like one or the other. Very few love both. I love both. Okay. There's a talent, there's a inspiration, there's a certain charisma in each version, uh, each genre stylistic version of their songs. And I like them both. There's levels to it. Yeah. So I, I listen to just about everything. So I can't say I'm one more than the other. I did. The Beatles definitely killed it. They have probably the most number ones in the world. I think still to this day. I think so. Elvis or Michael Jackson or Michael Jackson. One of the two. Yeah. yeah. Some of them. Yeah. Which ironically, the Beatles own all of Michael Jackson's music. No, I thought it was Michael Jackson. Owned, owned all the Beatles. Beatles. Yeah, that's true. That's, <laughs> I knew there was a tie there. I just couldn't remember which yeah, way it went. I, I think it was, or was it Elvis? No, no, no. I, it was Michael Jackson. Yeah, You're right. That so owns I, all the Beatles catalogs yeah. and stuff. Well, that that ties into another thing. It was when The Simpsons, when I was watching those uh, DVDs, and the, uh-huh. I was playing them back with a, uh, you know, the commentary. Right. And Matt Groening and, and them were on there, and they were talking about how they've had every member of the Beatle on their show. And he goes, it was funny because we had George Harrison on here and then Paul McCartney, and we're like, look, now that we've gotten all the Beatles on our show, we could literally sample all their voices and create any music or any audio we wanted. And the shock in his face, I don't remember if it was George Harrison or Paul McCartney, mm-hmm. the shock that came over his face, and then Matt Groening was like, I'm just kidding. We would never do that. Oh, and uh, I believe Ringo Starr was on there, too. Ringo Starr was on there. And, Everybody and, was on there. Well, George, except George Harrison, uh, he I, passed away. I think away. except for Lennon, they had somebody impersonate him. Yeah. But Yeah, but um, yeah, the only remaining is uh, Paul McCartney and uh, Ringo Starr. 
Yeah. And uh, that I, I remember that episode. That's when uh, Lisa went vegan. Yes. And, uh, and, and then a poo. And, and then, then with uh, his uh, wife, rest in peace, uh, Paul McCartney's wife. Um, the last uh, true good woman to him. Because all the uh, others fucked him over for all kinds of money yeah, and shit. And, uh, and she uh, she was on that uh, episode too. So Didn't Paul McCartney like marry a chick with like one leg or something? Uh, and then she ended up screwing him over for money or something. There was something. I was like, how is this gimp going to fuck him <laughs> over for money? He's a fucking beetle, uh-huh. damn it. <laughs> um, so I say let's uh, take a break real quick. <sighs> I, I definitely need to shake the water off the lily right now. got to drain the weasel. So. Yeah, there we go. I'm going <laughs> to drain the main vein. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back. Um, so after some thinking, um, we only do like maybe three four more songs um, okay then call it uh so because we still got to go through emails and and listeners and yeah, stuff like that yeah yeah stuff. yeah no worries um so uh this song it's one that i grew up listening to um it was definitely a band that my dad listened to a lot when i was younger on uh record mm. uh so this is simon and garfunkel sound of silence Oh yes. So I mean, this song, um, the cover. I mean, if you guys have heard it, you know how awesome it is, and it's definitely um, it's a classic. It's, uh, yeah, um, and the original too, and it's definitely different sounds. So I mean, this is definitely one that I'd, I'd really like to talk about. I definitely, you know, I do have some thoughts about. Um, the lyrics that are in the song mm-hmm. that it took me so many years to understand or to even to, for it to hit me like a ton of bricks, what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. And I know that I fully understand what they're saying now and I'll let them say it and I'll say it before we do the cover. Yeah. 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 Definitely. So this is uh, Simon Garfunkel's um, original uh, sound of silence. Hello darkness, my old friend I've come to talk with you again Because a vision softly creeping Left its seeds while I was sleeping And the vision that was planted in my brain Still remains within the sound Silence in restless dreams. I walked alone, narrow streets of cobblestone, beneath the halo of a street lamp. I turned my collar to the cold and damp when my eyes were stabbed by the flash of a neon light. Split the night. The sound of silence And in the naked light I saw Ten thousand people, maybe more People talking without speaking People hearing without listening People writing songs That voices never share 
Okay, so <clears throat> what I got from that song that took me so long to finally hit me like a ton of bricks is that he goes, there are people talking without speaking. Mm-hmm. They're using sign language. There right. are people listening without hearing. Yeah. They're looking at the sign language. And when he was talking about they planted seeds, you know, in my brain, it was like a dream that he had had. Oh, I never That's what that. I'm thinking. Yeah, and then uh, there's that part um, is that uh, people writing songs that voices never shared. So almost like they wrote lyrics for a song, but they give them to somebody else. It, it didn't get released. They give it to somebody else. Yeah, but <clears throat> it's like like Prince. He had done a bunch of songs, and they're in his vault that will never be released. Right. Videos, songs, documentaries. Yeah. There's tons of stuff that's in his vault that will never be and, released. And he's, he wrote a lot of songs that he gave to other artists, and they did them. Yeah, Chris and, Stapleton and has done that. A bunch of artists have done that. He gets the credit the, for writing the song, but he didn't perform it. Ever. Correct. Yes. Um, so, I mean, this is definitely, this is 70s, so, um, it's, you just click it on that one. Yeah, no. Yeah, so, which, when he said, you know, disturbed and stuff like that, it kind of, kind of plays on the fact that this band covered that song. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I, I, I love this version. Um, it was so powerful and just a background on it when... Uh, David Draymond uh, did it in um, in the studio. Uh, I seen um, you know an interview and saying uh, how it, everybody expected him to bust out with the Wah! well when uh, he when he did it. I mean he has so much passion behind the song, so he must have grew up probably listening to the original. Correct. And uh, there wasn't a, a dry eye in the t- in the, the house. Right. And now I heard an interview with him. I don't know if it was the same one, and I caught a different part of it, but. He was talking about how everybody expected him to do the the typical uh, hard, ver- hard, hard version yeah. where he goes, Ooh, ah, and he does that gorilla monkey sound, whatever. And, and, and he didn't do that because they felt like that wasn't right for the song. Right. And, and it also showed their range. And then it shows, uh, you know, yeah, de- definitely was the range and the passion he had behind the song. Uh, so here's uh, Disturbs cover. Of the Sound of Silence, originally done by Simon and Garfunkel. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again because a vision softly creeping. So you left it seeds while I was sleeping? It's a dream. And he's remembering a dream when he woke up, which is hard to do. So it's like almost like when you're asleep. See, he's alone in his dream, but see, Darkness My Old Friend is like a depression that's coming back to visit again. Mm-hmm. 
puts his collar up because it's raining. Maybe his alarm clock? Yeah, maybe. The neon light? Damn good cover. Maybe that was a reference to Beethoven, who was deaf, Maybe. and he wrote songs that voices would never share. There's no lyrics. There was no lyrics, and he was tone deaf, but he built those songs based on vibrations that he could feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, it, it. Definitely, um, I, I mean, I love it. Um, see, I, this one, I, I dare say I like the cover better than the original. This, this one, um borderline um if either one came on i would not change it correct i have done the same thing where i've left either one playing but if i had to pick one i would say the cover really paid honor to it right and the fact that it's a really heavy metal band that just stayed true to the song and put their own spin on it yeah Yeah. it just dude it took it to another level i Um, think uh, this is you know, I, I'm gonna have to go neutral. Um, they, they, I mean, I mean, it's you know, it's a classic. It's something I listened to with my dad when I was younger. So I mean, it does um, have a place in my heart. But then with this version, um, it's uh, you know, he shows a lot of passion and uh, a lot of respect to the original. And by doing that, you you almost would think that. When somebody hears this and they listen to it around a different generation, uh-huh. that that generation would be like, "Have you heard the original where they got this song from?" It might open your eyes a bit, yeah, and yeah. to see where they got the inspiration from. And the the fact that I like that they did this cover, it also rings back some thoughts to me about how, <clears throat> <coughs> excuse me, about how our favorite band Metallica, yeah, when I grew up not liking oldies not liking country not liking you know stuff like that right um and then i learned that metallica one of their major influences was like ario speedwagon and things right. like that it it kind of paused my bullshit and made me open my own eyes and thoughts and my mind to different generations of music because if the music i listened to they were inspired by a different generation which unbeknownst to me i don't know why my dumbass didn't see it obviously they listened to different music that inspired them to do their own thing mm-hmm. which essentially is what these covers are about yeah 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 definitely no no i i uh, they're paying tribute if yeah. they do it right right yeah i mean there has been some uh shitty covers um i'm sure there has and and th- those probably get shamed like they should yeah but i've been I mean, they could be, you know, one of the best bands in the world. And, you know, like Korn, like, they did a, a few covers. And they were okay, but they didn't, you know, get that feel. But it, it was more of a... They definitely put like, their own spin on it, it but it wasn't... It would be more of a Korn song than 
shine like something like this. No, it was a now they did some covers where they did their their they did they covered the song, but they just used the lyrics and put their own corn grunge to it. Right, right. Um, so, um, um, okay. So I'm I'm thinking, um, you know what? I want to go. Um, uh, no, let me do some honorable mentions. Okay. And uh, you know, you guys can uh, you know look it up uh, for yourselves. So, um. Definitely, um, you know, uh, they have Sweet Dreams uh, are made of this. Yeah. Uh, originally done by the Rhythmics. And... Um, covered then, by Marilyn Manson. Covered by Marilyn Manson, which if people know because uh, it was on... Um, was it The Gamer? or uh, I know it was using uh, that movie with... Um, like oh, that, Gerard Butler? Yeah. Um, the one who played in Three Hundred and all yeah. that stuff. Uh, I don't, I don't remember the name of the movie. The movie was called Gamer that yeah, Gerard Gamer, Butler was yeah. in, and uh, and I know they definitely used that song in there. Um, so I mean, it's uh, definitely uh, the rhythmics. They definitely have that eighties, the ding, 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 you know. We should almost just the the cover synth- that one synthesize. Um, I and mean, we can always uh, use that in um, volume two. Volume two, yeah, cool. So, um, well, speaking of Marilyn Manson, did you know he was in a movie where he had no makeup on? It was like maybe a three second scene. Yes. Do you know that movie? No, I don't. Jawbreaker. Okay. I, with with Rose McGowan, which yes, she was also it, it, dating and yeah. banging at the time. Yeah. yeah. Um. So then, uh, um, uh, uh, Rebel Yell. Uh, Billy Idol. Yeah. Uh, him did a cover of that. <coughs> he did. They did, yeah. I don't remember that one. Yeah. Um, I, you know, it's, it's, it's decent. It's not no 80s, because, I mean, a lot of these songs, you know, from 80s, 70s, 60s, and been, they were kind of finding their way. Yeah. And uh, so it's definitely. Uh, then um worth mentioning yeah what yeah, definitely then uh white wedding was also another billy idol song was covered by murder dolls i need to hear this now i believe joey jordanson was part of murder dolls i i want to hear this one let's do the original on the cover i know it's an honorable mention but that's you piqued my interest yeah. i okay. i kind of want to hear at least a little bit of the white wedding one, just to so it's on the on the record. First one, and then I want to hear this murder dolls one. That's got my interest. I want to hear this murder dolls. Are they like? I, I know I've heard their music it, it before. Says, I just can't they're, remember. They're a straight like metal band, um, just like thrash metal, like um, screamo or like. I'm gonna wait and see. We'll figure it out. I definitely want to hear what they got, what they're gonna bring to the table. Did does Billy Idol? I'm sure he's heard it, right? No, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, no, I was right. No, uh, Joey Jordanson uh, was part of uh, uh, Murder Dolls, and that's the one that was in is in Slipknot. Was before he passed. Yes. Before he passed, correct. Well, once a Slipknot member, always. Oh, if you, yeah. especially if you pass, yeah, and he was the drummer. So, so here we go. White Wedding. I fucking love this song, dude. Oh, yeah. This song rocks, dude. Oh, yeah. There we go. Those are guys. <laughs> well, that's the chick in the dress. 
It's the 80s. All guys were wearing dresses. No, no, no. <laughs> the, the, the bride. Oh, yeah. In the car. Those guys outside the church digging almost had a Monty Python feel to it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like the Mick Jagger lips. I was thinking Elvis <laughs> when he tucks it up. Because he does it almost yeah. like Elvis. Like he's got a fish hook in there. I gotta download this song. I need to have it on my playlist and, again. And it was in uh, Wedding Singer. Yeah, when he was on the airplane. Yeah, and, and Billy Idol was on there. I too. was trying to think of where that was from. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now let's uh, check out <laughs> Murder Dolls. Uh, <laughs> cover of White Wedding? Uh, White Wedding, yeah. Okay, so now this is going to be... Um, Definitely I, a lot harder. Did they add to it or did they ruin it? Uh, it's been a while since I've heard it. Um, yeah, you see that one. Uh, you see, that's the thing is when they do the music video, sometimes you don't get the audio all the way through uh-huh. because they stop and do their little skits or whatever in the middle of it. Right. Yeah, so then um but while this one's coming up, um so another uh, uh honorable mention <clears throat> um would be uh, uh another brick in the wall. You know, Pink Floyd and Corn Corn uh, covered did that, it. yeah. Um definitely I would go with the Pink Floyd version because yeah, it, it was. I mean, Corns was decent. I thought it was pretty good, but it wasn't. Um, I don't know. I, I don't. It think, just didn't bring the same feelings it, to you, exactly. And uh, and plus, and Corn they also did one. They did a cover of one of one, yeah, for uh, icons. Oh yeah, that's different. That's a little different. So, that was that was almost like a one off. Yeah, like, they didn't put it on an album and right. But um, actually, I think it did. Did they really? I I believe so. That's, I'm gonna have to look into that. But here's our yeah. cover of White Wedding, uh, Murder Dolls cover, not our cover. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Coming to the stage, a very very dynamic woman from Miami Beach, Florida, Janie Bon Neal. Disposable icon instead of American Idol. All right, that was Joey Jordanson. That is mask. Right there? Not him, no. I believe that he's still a drummer on this. <laughs> oh, I like this. It's almost got an Iggy Pop, Marilyn Manson yeah. feel to it. Like dope or something, you know? Like yeah. a band dope? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely uh, sound like dope, yeah. Yeah, I believe that Joe Jordan's on the drums. 
what you're talking about. But... Yeah. Dude, I and, like that version. Yeah, I mean it's it's one of those that I wouldn't I wouldn't change I wouldn't stop it, but I would definitely go with Billy Idol. I don't yeah. know, man. That's I that's know. tough. I like them both. Yeah, I really do. They're uh, they're no, they're good. Uh, <clears throat> so, and uh, just one more. Um, oh, I got two more honorable mentions. We don't got to play them. It depends on which ones you got because some of these I gotta hear. I, I know uh, these are um, they're, they're classics. Um, so um, what you got? What you got? We gotta go. Um, well, it definitely hurt. Oh, oh! Thank you, Jesus. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> but th- that's yeah. that's one of my tippy top favorite bands. That I, I wish would just crank out some more albums, but I don't think that will happen because yeah. that lead singer is gone. You could play uh, that one. This one? Yeah. Now, lead singer's passed away, right? Um, I don't, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not too sure about uh, Nine Inch Nails. I'm, I'm not, uh, I, I think Trent Reznor passed away. No, I don't think so. Look it up. Look it up. I want to see. No, I don't. I don't believe so. I, I think he did pass away. At least that's. I got the feeling that he did, and that nobody remembers. Or if he didn't, and the band is still around, what the fuck are they doing? Because nope. he's still alive. Yep, fifty-eight years old. I must be thinking of somebody else. And but I know that I want to hear more from these guys. I don't know why they fucking ever quit making yeah. music. But here we go. This is "Hurt" by Nine Inch Nails.
I like that. that <clears throat> now, the concert quality came out way louder than studio, obviously. Yeah. There's a crowd cheering and all that. but So, and then, of course, Johnny, Ca- Johnny Cash. The Man in Black. He did a cover, and... Uh, His whole album was covers yeah. of other bands, which was really good. Yeah. And the fact that he broke out of his genre to do these covers in his own version, in his own way, mm-hmm. his own style, was and really good. And the and the um, the video too is uh, uh, to me it's a powerful video, uh, just because it's he's been around, he has been around for so long. All, all his drug use and everything yeah. in this song and the needle tearing a hole and all that. It, yeah. it really spoke yeah. more about him, him, too. And then plus uh, his wife, uh, June Carter Cash, yeah, uh, who also was in the video, and she died um, not long. I think they only passed away within like eight, nine months uh, between each other. Really? Yeah, she passed away, then he did. Uh, I mean, I could be wrong, but I, there's something like that. They didn't um, pass away, uh, and then for her to be in, um, you know, the video and seeing him, um, and then plus, you know, showing him when he was younger, uh, you know, younger footage of him and stuff, uh, you know, doing, uh, you know, his other songs and stuff. He's definitely had an amazing career, yeah, amazing life, yes, and, and that's it. You know, Johnny Cash is definitely someone I. I won't turn off. Uh, now, if I had a choice between Willie Nelson or Johnny Cash, I would say Willie, Willie Nelson. Nelson. Yeah, he's. I'm a Willie Nelson fan. I Every am. time he comes on the radio, I'm like, "That's my Willie," and everybody thinks I'm talking about my dick or something. Yeah. <laughs> but my buddy, my buddy Corey, he's a huge Johnny Cash fan. That's yeah. his. That he, if he picked between the two, he'd pick Johnny yeah, Cash. And it's almost like a Beatles Elvis thing. Yeah. So you, you know, you got two different uh, genres, and uh, definitely, um, you know, without even playing it, I would definitely go with Johnny Cash on this one. Yeah. I hurt myself today To see if I still feel I focus on the pain The only thing that's real The needle tears a hole The old familiar sting Try to kill it all away But I remember everything What have I become? My sweetest friend Everyone I know Goes away in the end And you could have it all My empire of dirt Yeah, yeah, that definitely, that song when he covers it, dude, it definitely yeah. hits harder than when Nine Inch Nails does it, because I'm expecting a rock, let's yeah. get into it, you know, 
you know style of music but when johnny cash does it it's like fuck dude you're gonna try and tug at heartstrings here yeah yeah no this uh this version um it definitely makes me want to cry because yeah um when the song came out uh i had just lost my dad too holy shit so that's right you know it's uh you know like everyone i know uh goes away in the end yeah and my cousin for some reason he loved the song and he kept playing it over and over and i'm like dude quit can playing, you can you fucking please? not right now yeah because <laughs> yeah. you know it um it You're, already it's been a few months but i mean it was still fresh so oh yeah dude the wounds um, don't close you just and, find a different way of dealing know, with was, it you know i was just so you know and just listening to the song just how and how slow it i mean now i can listen to it uh but it still remember it takes me back to that time yeah you know when i lost my dad and well, they they always you know, say that, that song. And uh, speaking of, <laughs> well, they always say that the the strongest sense tied to memory is smell. Yeah. I think the one right after that is music. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it know, has to for for me. It is. Yeah, I mean, I know me too. You know, like listening to Willie Nelson, uh, Redhead Stranger, uh, On the Road Again. Yeah, you know those songs I would listen to with my dad, and like when they did the Highwaymen, and it had yeah. uh, Chris Christopherson yeah. and and uh, Willie Nelson and Johnny Cash, mm-hmm. the, and um, uh, uh, Waylon Jennings. Waylon Jennings, correct? Yeah, um, yeah. I know they did when Johnny Cash did that one song with the Highwaymen, and he says, "I could come back as a drop of rain," and they're talking about how. Oh, I get. They, basically, in the song, they were writing all these verses about how they would never die, and they just keep living and living and living. And that made me think of when ICP did that song, where I, you know, I'm not leaving till I get my Fago and three fat bitches and all that shit. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so here's one of my favorite songs of all time, uh, Benny King. Oh, uh, you know, most people uh, know the song. By the movie, yeah, which was, uh, was, was a great movie. Oh yeah, it's, pretty it's, fucked up at some parts, but yeah, great and, movie. And this is definitely that's a uh, uh, just go to the uh, the video, I guess. No, oh the original right there, the black and white, or the yeah, that one, this Whatever. one, yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, so uh, Stand by Me um, is uh, definitely. Uh, one of my favorite songs. Uh, when I was younger, uh, my dad had a. You remember the big ass camcorders? Oh my god, the one that took a whole VHS tape. Oh my, yeah, yeah. Um, so he would, he had the tape, and he had it on the big old uh, stereo system. You know, the, <laughs> yeah, no, if if, if no, you grew up in the 80s you know what the fuck i'm talking about uh so he would um you know no popping in the uh in the uh, cassette player and he would play the song and he had a video of my sister sitting next to me when she was you know probably like a year too old um well it's probably at least a year because i was like seven eight and i'm sitting there singing the song Oh, uh, you got to show me this video later. I don't have it. Oh, your brother has it, huh? Yes, he does. Uh, and, and we need to day, make a trip. The day of my dad's funeral, he found that tape and he put it on. God bless him. That's good. That's good. Yeah, so, um, this Here we is go. Stand By Me by Benny King. 
the land is dark and the moon is the only light we'll see. No, I won't be afraid. Oh, I won't be afraid just as long as you stand, stand by me. laughing at right now are you thinking of the memories or yeah it's uh i saw you laughing over there and i was like oh he's either making a dirty joke out of this or he remembers something from the past no no this is uh it's definitely one of the songs that uh yeah you know after my takes dad you back passed, um it was uh, it was definitely a song i couldn't listen to for a long time there's there's a few of those for me and um tennessee whiskey does that to me but now i can uh I when can i'm drunk to it and it's that just part of my personality like if like i kind of want to cry but i'll end up just start laughing yeah just so it's you know i don't get too emotional <clears throat> which <clears throat> yeah I, so. I, I i am <laughs> yeah uh, but I me mean, for me in the song it's um it's definitely it's been it's been a part of my life uh, you know as long as i can remember <clears throat> you know otis yeah. redding's dock of the bay and that's every time that song comes on, I think of uh, Anthony's uh, grandma. We always called her Nana. Yeah. So anytime it comes on in my randoms on like Pandora or whatever, or in my personal playlist, I just let it play, and I just like, hey Nana, how you doing? Here's your song. See, you know that's and that's another song that I if I listen to it, I will fucking all end up. You'll crying. lose it. Yeah. So when that song comes on, I let it play because it was one of the songs she's always loving the beach, always wanted to go sit at the dock. And just enjoy the sunset and stuff like that. And so I'll yell it out in the middle of the job. i say, hey, Nana, what's going on? And everybody looks at me like, what the fuck? And I'm like, well, well you don't get it. Yeah, that, that song, um, yeah, I remember, like, my dad, he could not carry a tune in a paper <laughs> bag. But he would sing that song. And so, I mean, that's definitely, you know, another memory. That's a song I couldn't listen to. So, so the cover to Stand By Me. Yes, is it's different, completely different sound. And that's Pennywise. Oh, baby, let's go. So, I mean, that's a more of a punk rock type. Yeah, uh, yeah. I want to hear their version of it. So, um... I don't want to do the live version, though. I don't know why it clicked that. Yeah. See, and I don't know much about Pennywise. Now, I've, I've listened to them in the past, and as far as I remember, it was a punk rock band. Mm-hmm. But... I, I know I've heard their songs, and I know I like a lot of their stuff. I just didn't really dive too deep into them. I don't know why. Yeah. It's definitely my style of music. But um, we'll get into it right now. 
has come And the land is dark And the moon is the only light we'll see Well, I won't be afraid No, I won't be afraid Just as long as you stand Stand by me So darling, darling, stand by me Won't you stand by me Just as long as you stand Stand by me <clears throat> When the sky that we look upon Tumble and falls And the mountains crumble to the sea I won't cry, I won't cry, no, I won't shed a tear Just as long as you stand, stand by me So darling, darling, stand by me, I want you <laughs> I don't know why it wouldn't let me volume down on that yeah, one, but no, that's um. So no. I, I looked him up just to make sure I wasn't talking out of my ass, and it says that Pennywise is an American punk rock band from Hermosa Beach, California, formed in '88. The band took its name from the anagnostic in Stephen King's horror novel known as Pennywise the Dancing Clown. Yep. And so they were doing some fuse band stuff self-titled albums and they did a, a fuse release album i don't know way back in 2005 but i don't know if they're still together or not but they're definitely a punk rock band and yeah. i like it when it kicked off like it stayed slow for a little while um it almost uh the, the benny king sound and i don't know once it started getting it just i mean i mean it it's it's, it's good it sounds good it's a great it's a great band a great version their own spin on it yeah. but i would say the nothing beats the original yeah, no the, and it doesn't um it doesn't give me the feels i could do for the original because probably because you know, i grew up listening to the original yeah the original definitely um, struck a chord like well there's some that we've covered that like the the cover definitely sounds better yeah or that we dig better or it strikes a better chord with us yeah, because of the emotions is, it evokes this is definitely the original uh, is always going to surpass uh in a cover um so do you want to cover any more do you want to get into some emails no um actually no i have one more that okay. i do want to do and um just one last honorable mention now uh, i know we don't have to get into it but i do want to get into this last one i have um uh, all along the watchtower so is this the honorable mention yes the honorable mention um so everybody knows jimmy hendrix version of right it. and i never knew it but he covered it uh by the original from uh, Bob Dylan. Right. And you can definitely tell... I've I, listened, I didn't know that for a long time either. So and you, you <coughs> listen to Bob Dylan, he, he, he's like... Uh, 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 he does like spoken words well with music. That, yeah. I think that's his style was. And, uh, and it's definitely... 
I mean, it's it's good. I mean, for that time. Yeah. But I mean, nothing's going to be Jimi Hendrix just because he's yeah. you know he was a left-handed he guitarist. Left-handed. It, it was a legend. He was like a Michael Jordan on a guitar. And but, you took you took that from Camp Nowhere. Uh, no, I don't. No. Yeah. That's something I just thought. Yeah. Yeah. Camp Nowhere. Yeah. He's, uh, he's like, oh, the Michael Jordan, the electric guitar. It had a uh, Christopher Lloyd. I guess I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, either way, that's just how I feel. But yeah, um, um, and I know Jimi Hendrix did another one. I believe it was either Stevie Ray Vaughan covered him, or he covered Stevie Ray Vaughan, and that was Little Wing. Okay. Um, well, so, but we, that's it, they. One of them covered each other. I can't remember which, but yeah. So I mean, yeah, that's um, that's definitely um, you know the version that you hear most is uh, all on the Watchtower. Uh, so this final song. Uh, definitely, it's another one of my favorites, and I used to listen to this tape with my dad on, on CD, actually, in his old pickup truck, um, driving from from his town to the next town over, um, and we just we wouldn't be talking at all, we'd just listen uh, to the song over and over. Uh, which just is, bond over it. Which is uh, Turn the Page uh, by Bob Seger. And that's uh, definitely um, definitely top ten uh, favorite song of mine. Um, Absolutely. And uh, that's the CD that we would listen to this cover. <laughs> the cover of the cover. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> this, I- this album cover. Uh, it's uh, the one that uh, I, I have the most uh, fond memories of uh, visiting them uh, when I was younger and stuff. Yeah, so uh, we'll get into the original, and I'll when we get to the cover, I, I, I already have my thoughts on the cover. Oh yeah, but um, <laughs> here we go. This will be Bob Dylan's turn the page, or Bob Dylan, Jesus Christ, Bob Seger's <laughs> turn the page. I've only had three beers. I swear to God. And no liquor for once. No liquor. Well, maybe I'll liquor later. <laughs> On a long and lonesome highway East of Omaha You can listen to the engine Moaning out as one old song You can think about the woman Or the girl you knew the night before we hear that audience member. Woo! But your thoughts will soon be wandering. And this is what they use on uh, the album. Yeah. It's like a studio live version. Yeah. Somehow they, I don't know how they did that. And you don't feel yeah, you much can hear like the right. audience in the background. But it sounds studio quality. It's like crazy. See, here I am. On the road again, there I am up on the stage. Here I go playing star again. There I go, turn the page. I didn't hear the saxophone yet. Usually there's a saxophone in here. Well, you walk into a restaurant Strung out from the road And you feel the eyes upon you 
As you're shaking off the cold You pretend it doesn't bother you But you just want to explode So, in the interest of not playing too much of this five-minute song yeah. so we can get to our cover, um, I know I remember hearing a saxophone in there. Maybe that was the studio version? Uh, I think it was in the beginning. It was with the... Uh, yeah, there was a saxophone in there, and it definitely yeah. set the tone for the song. Yeah, and I, after that, I don't think there was a saxophone, unless it was towards the end again. Like, it, it would sprinkle out throughout the song, I thought, but... All right. Um, I like the original. I would have to say I am a bigger fan of the cover. Let's see, and that's what we... Uh we definitely have different point of views on this one. Yeah. No. I do have a lot of history with the, this original. I mean, I, I love the cover. I mean, it's definitely, you know, one of my favorites. I mean, it's, you know, especially it's from my favorite band of all time. Yeah. Uh, but, um, you know, I have to go with the, the original on this one. Um, and it's just because it, it just re- reminds me like so many memories uh, come flooding back when i hear the song so yeah um, but i mean that the cover is awesome uh, i will not knock it i won't say anything bad about it but i will you are part more partial to I'm the original to the original yes yeah now that yeah yeah without without you know i won't crap on the original but the Metallica's version of it just knocks it out of the park for me. I I like it because James Hetfield's voice and the metal sound that they bring to it, it just, it rings way harder for me. But I don't have that emotional bond to the original that you do. So that's I, that. That's what see, caused the split. I, I, I like how you said that. No emotional bond. Yes. Yeah, because you bonded over this song yeah. and I didn't. I just heard the song listened to it liked it it wasn't an emotional bond for me so you know just like a classic car or whatever but here's metallica's cover of turn the page now that right there was the saxophone in the original
So, yeah, that right there, the Metallica version, just his voice, I don't know, just it hits so much harder for me. The fact that the drums are in there, it's a little bit sped up by maybe half a step or so. It, You know, Jason Newstead's on there doing the bass in there. Kirk Hammett's doing the fucking amazing guitar. And then Lars is just kicking ass on those fucking drums. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. James Hetfield's voice, just he's got that gravel in his voice just enough to where it's like, oh, it adds this punch to it for me. Yeah, see, and this is one I, you know, that I put on just whatever mood I'm in and just, you know, I just, just okay, I can get with it. I mean, I, I mean, I love it. I mean, it's great cover. And when the song kicks down and he starts going, nah, 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 yeah. I'm like, I, my yeah, gas definitely. pedal gets pushed <clears throat> a little harder. And, uh, but, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely... Uh, uh, it's a banger. It's 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 one that yeah. uh, you know definitely I wouldn't change, uh, but you no, know, like I said, um, you know I'm more partial with uh, the original. The, the original. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean that is what it is. Yeah, and um, yeah, so I mean that's uh, pretty much what I have. Um, I'm I know there's more covers um, that we didn't get to, and um, you know hopefully we can I'll work on uh, some more and. Um, Maybe in a month or so we'll uh, get uh, uh, volume two. Yeah, for this, I would I definitely have some. I definitely have some songs I want to bring up to volume two. Yeah. Um, so we we'll get to our emails here. Uh, our email at readyplayerquestions at gmail dot com. We got cheeky baby wrote in. In yeah. fact, I seen during the week after we recorded our last episode that an email had come in, but I don't check them until we get onto the show so we can have a fresh reaction to uh-huh. them. And he, he's been listening this whole time. And uh, one second. Hold on a second. Okay, so anyways, I was saying um, how I was talking to him about how he's been listening to all the episodes, and I mentioned him on the air, and he was like, oh, yeah, and I was like, yeah, and it's funny that you actually sent in an email right after I mentioned you on the air as your nickname at the job site of Chicky Baby, uh-huh. and uh, and then it comes through, and his email is uh, Fernie, which I think it's Fernando, but, um, sup, Mike and Matt, I'm glad I ran into Mike, and he mentioned the podcast. It's been one week, and I'm currently on episode 14. When we talked about him last episode, I think he had told me he was on episode 8, and that the morning that I ran into him on the job site, he goes, oh, I'm actually on episode 14 now. And I believe just Saturday when I was working with him, he's he was two episodes away, and so now I think he's currently caught up. Uh, he says, I had a question. How many best friends does Matt have <laughs> since I've been listening? And he had mentioned many. Oh. Uh, laugh out loud. I'll be heading to Portland mid-September. I'd love to bring back Matt something from the Blazers Stadium. Let me know if that's cool. Uh, y'all make my work travel days go smooth. <laughs> Al rato vatos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's something I haven't heard in forever. So, um, yeah, he did mention that to me, and I wanted to leave it as a surprise so now because I can shoot him back an email from our company email yeah. uh, because I know you're a Portland Trailblazer fan. You know and what? That would that would be awesome. Um, that, uh, a beer uh, koozie, a, I mean, yeah, anything. Any, anything, uh, yeah, I mean, it could be, the you know, a freaking sticker that says Portland on it or... Uh, something, something that came from the stadium would be legendary. Play, yeah, that would, uh, that, I would really appreciate that. That'd and, be hella cool. And to answer you, how many best friends? So, 
I have a lot of best friends, but they're it's in uh, different ways. He uses it loosely. Yeah, I mean, say so, you know, like Mike's one of my best friends because he's one of my oldest friends that I've I've had for a long time. But then I have my other friends that you know we uh, we bonded over different things than what me and Mike have. So uh, how many best friends I have? I don't know. I have many, <laughs> uh, but. It's, you know, it's all the same brotherly love um, in different ways, if that makes sense. Yeah, all right. Oh, we got another one from him. (laughs) He just sent this one. When did he send this one? Uh, Yesterday. Reminder for Matt. Reminder for Matt. Oh, yeah, two days ago. Uh, Hey, guys, love the damn show. Halfway through last week's episode... I've been listening every day at work. Wanted to remind Matt to unsubscribe from the app where he got the one-week free subscription because they will charge him. Off to the Bay Area tomorrow. We'll finish the pod, so hurry and edit this week's podcast, Mike. (laughs) I'll do my best, cheeky baby. (laughs) I'll do my best. I'll shoot you an email right after we're done recording so uh, you can get Matt's response. Oh, yeah, that's right. Damn it, I forgot. The one-week subscription? What was that for? I yeah, forgot. Yeah, uh, so I could watch uh, Shawshank Redemption. Oh, yeah, on um, what was that, Hulu or something? Uh, no, no, uh, um, oh, shit, I forgot. It's it's, it's an app on <laughs> You'll know TV. when the bill comes in. So, yeah, um, <laughs> fuck, I guess I'm screwed for at least a month now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Karina, we got the email. Haha, Mike, you were saying $80 for the longest. Well, we must have been pretty hammered. Oh, yeah. Uh, definitely the most words in any of your episodes. Your word bank is at 175, only because the word synapsis is, or synapsis, I think, is more of a $60 word. Here is a would you rather question. All right. Would you rather fight one horse sized duck or 100 duck sized horses? <laughs> oh, damn. That, that brings a lot of questions up. I mean, do they have their um, shoes on? You know, are they horseshoed? Are they, um, are we talking fucking Clydesdales? Because those motherfuckers are big. And one, one horse-sized duck or one duck-sized, or a hundred duck-sized horses. If I were to pick, I would probably say a horse-sized duck. Because once I kill that motherfucker, that's a lot of meat for eating, baby. No, I would go with the same thing, but I would go uh, the Mongo way and just punch that motherfucker. Yeah, but we're talking <laughs> a horse-sized duck. Yeah. What? That's a big fucking duck. Mongo can knock out a horse, so... Yeah. <laughs> well, what if the duck knocks you out and now you're getting fucked by a duck? <laughs> that's a duck fuck. And then that's, that's a lot of feathering going on right there. You know, if so you had a hundred scissoring his feathering, <laughs> ooh, that's good. We'll have to write that down in our notebook with a quill. Get it? Oh shit. Okay, so if you had a hundred duck-sized horses, that's like Totino's pizza rolls. Once you kill them all, you just pop them in the oven for a quick little duck-flavored snack. Yeah, just boot them, motherfuckers. Yeah, you could stomp the shit at them, but you might ruin the meat. Yeah, see, see, you know. <laughs> that's why I say one horse-sized duck. Oh, yeah. That's some good eating, baby. No, nope. yep. you, you could you could, could sell the meat to Chinese restaurants. A Peking duck, oh, you know. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Oh, we got a Timmy email. Back to the Future. Loved this movie growing up. 
now that I'm older, I realize Marty McFly went back in time to screw his mom. Well, I don't know if that was his mission. No. That wasn't his mission. That was just an unfortunate event he tried to get out of. Yeah. Um, I mean, he heard all the stories at the dinner table, but seriously, he had the uh, that opportunity. Wouldn't you love to drive that DeLorean and go back in time, and where would you go? You know, I actually sat in that actual DeLorean when I went to Lincoln Elementary. Mm-hmm. The guy was from Hanford who owned it. He bought it from the movie studio. He owned the original and he drove it to Lincoln Elementary, and we had one of those uh, field trips, but we, we stayed at school. like uh, a assembly. Re- assembly, that's what it was called. The word escaped me. And I got to sit in there, and I looked up above my head to see all the buttons. I got to push one of those buttons, and they only let us sit in there for like a minute or two because there was like 30 fucking kids to go through, and everybody wanted to be in the fucking DeLorean. Right. And I used to see it drive around Hanford all the time. Yeah, you know what? I, I might have been the <coughs> same guy because uh, one time I was at... Uh, I think his name was Red or something like that. I was at... Uh, um, uh, Huggies. Um, was that? Yeah, I, I, no, I was at a. Uh, yeah, what was that? Huggies. And um, oh, the bar here in town. And the bar in town. Yeah. yeah. And this guy drives up, pulls up in uh, uh, DeLorean. And uh, of course, my buddy's like, "Oh, hey, so uh, does it have the flux capacitor?" And she, like, this he starts is, talking out of his ass. Yeah, but it's is an old school DeLorean, so I do remember seeing that. Um, well, that guy that owned it here in Hanford, he had like the Mr. Coffee thing on the back and stuff mm-hmm. for the longest fucking time. And now there's a whole cult following of people buying DeLoreans and building them up. Some yeah. people are dying. Like, there's a whole documentary on it. There's a guy who's dying, and he maxed out all his credit cards to get all the cabling and everything he could to build one. And I think one of the originals was restored on the Universal Studios lot where it sat outside mm-hmm. rusting away and, and one of the guys went through and restored it. Oh, wow. And now it's in like a fucking museum and shit. Right. Uh, if I could go back in time, where would I go? <sighs> Do I get to change anything from the future? Let's put it to where I don't change anything from the future because that would seriously alter some shit. And everything that's happened to me, positive and negative, has built me to who I am now. That could seriously fuck some shit up. I, I, I think I maybe putting emotion aside and the people I would visit that I'd want to get to know uh, or want to spend another day with. You know, there's always that. Mm-hmm. There's always that heartstring you tug at. Oh, I want to go spend one more day with my mom, or I yeah. want to go spend one more day with you know my brother or whatever. Um, if we put that aside to historically go back in time, um. I don't know. I, I always want to see you know what life was like age of dinosaurs or i mean it would have to be a time period where you could still get that motherfucker up to 88 miles an hour because if you go back to see the dinosaurs motherfucker you're not coming back no because there ain't no roads see uh unless that fucker flew then you could still do it okay so maybe i'd go see the dinosaurs cavemen i have two the bronze age things like that um i would probably want to go see metallica's very first Concert? Concert. Mm, that's a good or one. Or go to Woodstock. I don't know if I'd go to Woodstock. Because... Jimi Hendrix. Dude, Montana. that would be cool. Now, if what you did never altered the future... Mm-hmm. Just there in the back on that big old lot and just enjoy the concert and then just take off. Yeah, that'd be cool. Now, if it's one-time use, I would definitely go back to see... Maybe the Bronze Age, the pyramids getting built. 
Yeah. Things like that. Dinosaurs. I mean, the fucking bones are here. Yeah. I, I want to see if all these scientists and, ar- and archaeologists and paleontologists have gotten the the Anything bone structures right. right, if they've gotten the sounds right. Like if Jurassic Park, that was what, a lion's roar? Or what did they use? Um, I believe so. It was a lion's roar and they altered it a little bit. Yeah. And then the cup that was on the dash, they had a guitar string underneath that they flicked it so it looked like every time he stepped it, right. it would cause the ripples in the water. So I want to go back and see dinosaurs or the pyramids being built or something like that. Just to see if they got it really accurate, how they built the pyramids, or if the sounds and the and the bone structures and everything, and the the skin tones of you know T Rex was really a meat eater, all that shit, right. pterodactyls flying. I mean, how epic would that be? Yeah, but yeah, that that'd be cool. But you know, I'm gonna stick by my uh, either see Metallica's first show ever or um, be there when they're practicing in the garage. Yeah, dude, that would be cool too. Yeah. Now, if it's a multi-use thing. I wait till my kid graduates, gets his own family started, whatever, and then I'm gonna spend the rest of my life fucking traveling to see this shit. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Or maybe the future. Maybe I would go to the future to see uh, if we actually get flying cars and shit like that. No, um, which I don't think we'll ever get flying cars because motherfuckers can't drive right normally. So I know now when when those um, Karina actually uh, asked, she has a lot of these. She I don't know, she gets them emailed or whatever. So she asked me if, um, so you have two choices. You can either lose all your memories or you can see 150 years in the future. Oof. So if you lose all your memories, you get to see 150 years? No, it, it's one or the other. You you uh, lose all your memories. Well, what would you rather have? Lose all your memories or... See 150 years in the future. I'll keep my memories. That's what I told her. Because the memories will make you who you are. Yeah. And everyone you know would be long gone in 150 years. So, I mean... Now, anybody who's ever experienced amnesia, like legit amnesia, got hit on the head or whatever, you know, cold shock in the water, if they've really had amnesia, they get to see another side of that coin that most people don't. Right. You you don't know who you are. Somehow you still know how to speak English and write and things like that, but you don't know your name. You don't know who you're married to. You don't know anything. Right. Yeah. So that would be an experience to have if you could try it, but some people don't come back from that. Right. Yeah. So I would say keep all my memories because yeah. that's what makes you who you are. Yeah. Exactly. I, I completely agree on that. But, man, if I could, I really want me a... Um, a DeLorean for sure. A cheeky baby wrote another one. When did he write this one? At 519 today, which well, is, what are we, September ago. 1st? <laughs> it's the first of the month. Yep. I got a shout out. Caught me off guard. Almost slammed some Niner fans from the back while I was driving. Oh, wait. They might like it. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> Currently in San Mateo. It's cold. I need podcast sweater. Because we are dropping merch pretty soon. Yeah. I'm going to work this weekend. If I can carve out some time to our Shopify account, uh, we are going to start developing our merch. Um, with sweatshirts, T-shirts, cups, hats, whatever. I mean, we haven't fully decided everything we're going to do yet, but uh, obviously we have a call-out for sweaters, yeah, sweatshirts. I don't know if you guys like them, zip-up, pullovers, whatever. Um, but, yeah, we definitely want to um, cater to whatever you guys want to buy. And, you know, 
whatever's going to sell, that's what we'll make. Because yeah. oh, I mean, I definitely want to. I want to. I want me personally. I would like to have a uh, like a brandy glass or, or a whiskey glass like this with our logo and yeah. stuff carved into it. So when we drink something on the rocks, oh, yeah. or a shot glass or something, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to overreach, but. Yeah, if and it's if it's gonna sell, then you know. Yeah, we have uh, ideas, and uh, I told some of my coworkers, and uh, some of them said, like, "Oh yeah, I want a t-shirt," and some like, oh, "I want a sweater," and uh, so I, I definitely want t-shirts, sweatshirts, you know, the basics. Mm-hmm. And then if there's like, I don't know, coasters or I don't know, whatever you guys want, we'll make it, we'll sell it. Um, I definitely want to have some fun with it. Yeah, I mean, we didn't yeah. expect to get this far, but since yeah. we're here, let's let's play with the idea. Maybe a bottle opener. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we definitely have ideas. Just gotta see. Um, yeah, where know how things go. So another part of his email, he says, I also wanted to ask if either of you have ever witnessed some weird UFO stuff. I definitely have. I know my cousin has. Uh, I don't know if you have or not. Um. Have you ever seen weird lights, anything hovering above you, nothing crazy? Um, maybe like something like kind of going slow and then just gone, but uh, who knows? I was doing, I was, who knows what I was doing when I was younger, so. <laughs> well, I, I know maybe about a year ago I saw this weird orange floating orb in the sky over, was it maybe towards Tulare, Hanford area, in that direction. It wasn't very far away. But it was far enough to where I could see that it was definitely not something normal. Right. And I got a buddy who, <coughs> excuse me, he's a stringer for like KC24 and things like that. And I checked in with him. He's got ties with the sheriff's department, so he knows when the helicopters are out and things like that. And he goes, yeah, that's not exactly something we have in the sky right now. I can't confirm it or deny it like the FBI would say. But he goes, right. it's definitely not something that's on our radar that we have it could be, you know, Elon Musk doing a, a launch for his satellites or whatever, which wasn't happening at the time. So right. I'm pretty sure that was something fucking out there, dude. Um, I know my cousin, when we were in high school and we were smoking all our weed and doing all our crazy shit, um, he went up to the lake to go play around with some chick and him and some friends. And then, you know, they on the lake, water out in the woods. Right. They weren't smoking weed or drinking at this time, but they went out there to go play with their women. They were laying on the bank of this lake. I forgot where the fuck they were. But we, he was about, mm, I'd say, 17 mm-hmm. at the time. Uh, had his license, had his Camaro. So he drove up there, and they were laying on the shore. And maybe 100 feet above them, this fucking object floats down above them. And there's three lights, and it's making zero sounds. And... It's not kicking up any wind or anything like that. And it's floating there, and the lights are flickering on it. They're not, like, super, super bright where it's, like, blinding anything. Mm -hmm. But all of a sudden, he looks up, and everybody stops, and he goes, Hey, you guys seeing this? And as soon as everybody turns their head, and they're like, Yeah, we see it. And he points at it. It fucking takes off. Huh. And he comes back, and he tells me, You're never going to believe this shit. And I'm like, Dude, I will totally believe it. What the fuck? (laughs) And he tells me that story. I'm like, Holy shit. That was a UFO. He goes... What else could it be? That ain't no fucking airplane. It don't hover like that. It didn't make any sound. It was nothing. Right. And then it was gone. And nobody had a camera phone then. Yeah. It, it, there wasn't like, let me whip out my tape recorder. And so he <laughs> saw something way closer than most people do. And then it just took off. 
I'm like, oh, yeah. what crazy shit, dude? Mm. So there's definitely something out there beyond us. Yeah. I've never had an encounter that fucking close, but I've always believed in aliens and, and demons and ghosts and things like that. Right. I mean, you spend a weekend in my house, you'll definitely fucking see some shit you never saw. Um, yeah. But for alien-wise, that's the closest anybody I personally know has come to something like that. Yeah, I've probably seen stuff in uh, the sky, but... I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to encounter that necessarily if they have ill will towards me. Mm-hmm. If it's a, uh, hey, fuck it, let's go show you some shit outside the planet. I'm on, I'm down as fuck, but if you come at me all crazy, I'll definitely pull out my side piece and shoot at you. I'm definitely going to fight for my life, but don't, I don't know if I want to try that shit. Uh. But that wraps up our emails for this week. Yeah, so um, let's get into uh, any listeners. Oh, well, let's see. Uh, we will crack it off right here. I'll hit the refresh button, and you will see firsthand what we're listening to right now. How many listens we got? Holy shit. I called it, too. You called it? What, what was your guess oh, before? Uh, the, uh, earlier when um, Martin had came by, and... Uh, you know, he's like, oh, you know, what are you doing later? I was like, oh, I got to record. And he's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, no, last I saw was like 808, something like that. I'm like, watch, well, we're probably like at 850. Yeah, so we're sitting right now at 858. Yeah, so. We're, we're pushing that 900. We're, we're, our goal is to get to 1,000. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, we're going to keep going, but, yeah, that's definitely a goal. Brussels, Belgium is clocking in at oh, 47. Wow. Huh. And let's see, Ashburn, 54, still beating them. Sacramento pushed on to spot number two at 67. I don't know. Let's see if we have any new locations. Those are just the top five. Yeah. Anything you remember out of uh, different countries? or We got Paraguay still, Poland, Cayman Islands. Angeles, yeah, I don't know. Um, let's see here. Spark? So that's Nevada. Sparks, Nevada, yeah. Uh, I definitely want to go check out Sparks, Nevada. Dallas, Texas. Kingfisher, New York. Um, Banger. I remember Bangor. Banger. Oh, that's a uh, Banger, Maine. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Anchorage, Alaska. Toronto, Sanaa, Yemen. Kigali, Rwanda. Thailand, Tanzania. United Kingdom, Belgium, Germany, Guatemala, Ecuador. And then I was talking to somebody, I think I was talking to my brother, and he was like, you know what, a lot of these people could be in the military and they're traveling from country to country, and oh. that's how they're getting the English. So you know what, that never occurred to me. I never thought about that, yeah. that's That would make a lot of sense. Uh-huh. Yeah, but, so. Uh, hey, I hope you guys are in the military. No, hey, thank you for your service. Yeah. yeah, big supporters of you guys. Yeah. Love uh, you. Battle Mountain. I, I just, that. looking at that Battle Mountain, I that is... I do not remember that one. Wouldn't that be so cool if that's where um, Wind Rose came from? <laughs> the midget metal band or whatever? That would be so cool. Um, Battle Mountain. I'm where Where is that? Milwaukee. Um, Milwaukee. No, no, Battle Mountain, Nevada. Sweet. <clears throat> Sweet. But, um, hey, no... 858 we love it dude oh yeah so uh we will leave you with a cover of the original that we started off with on this episode and uh we thank you for listening we appreciate it we will definitely let you know when the merch store opens up 
And for Ready Player You, I'm Mike. And I'm Matt. And we'll see you next time. Right, see you guys later. Bye. Shout, shout. Shout!